and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 163. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Selig. We are here today to talk a lot of shit that I wasn't expecting, because uh, I was planning on just having us talk some Westworld Season 4 and some Bullet Train, and then... They were like, hey, did you know Gamescom is this week? And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. Gamescom. You know, I'll, ch- I'll check it out. It's fine. And, like, just opening a night alive was, like, two hours. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to look at the rest of Gamescom. This was enough for me. Thank you. And then there's the yeah, Destiny 2 <laughs> new season starting. You know, I'm glad we got. That's what I really cared about. I'm, Dude, I'm... I watched that stream while I was at work or, at like, after it happened. While I was, like, just doing desk work. And I was just like. Oh my god, it's so cool! <laughs> it straight up was like, oh, thank god we put out this episode before we did for the Destiny stuff, because then, you know, especially after this week, yeah. but, uh, you know, we got all that news, and it wasn't even just like, oh, here's the new season. They're like, oh, here's the next expansion and all this other shit. So it was like, oh, that's mind-blowing. Okay, thanks. I also love that, like, of all the things I was trying to guess what this new season might be about, and, like, you made some guesses for who the, like, the main antagonist would be for the season, but Fucking we didn't try it. to guess, like, theme. No, no we one would have guessed it. that theme. But, yeah, <laughs> no like, one. after, like, the last couple seasons of, like, super important, like, dark shit, it's just, like, now you're pirates. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's, like, oh, it's oh, the cool. Vola's dead wife, oh my god, oh, pirates! <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, we had those two, you know, moderately sized news things, right? It's not just a fuck ton of games for two hours worth and, like... You know, a yeah. bunch of Destiny news. And then they go, well, you know, uh, Warner Brothers has some more DC news. Uh, Aquaman and Flasher, uh, Aquaman and Shazam are kind of being moved yeah. a little bit back there, which brings in a whole nother conversation, which, you know, normally I've been trying to save as much of all the uh, DC news for Cut of Steel, but, you know, it's not coming for a while. So by then, all that news is going to be only used during the when we're talking about that specific film of like, oh, what's going on with this film? Be like, oh, here's the new yeah. updates and shit. But otherwise, I'm like, okay, we have to talk about this. All right, fine. Because it brings in a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. Yeah, uh, they keep delaying and canceling stuff. And it's just... it's. I'm not even that big of a DC fan. And I, it's still fr- it's frustrating me. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a whole thing. And I'll give full thoughts on that. And then they, uh, you know, I'm a, good, I'm a big Godzilla guy can't not talk about godzilla they're like oh godzilla versus kong too here's like some of the synopsis and also here's a bunch of casting for it and i'm like oh oh they even put out a synopsis i missed that yeah so we'll talk about that and i'm just like that's that's a lot and there was all this other news there's a bunch of other shit and i'm just like okay well we're we're gonna stop it here this is all we need right now normally you know i say one or two news pieces but because of this i'm like fuck i guess we gotta do it (laughs) so uh uh, we're gonna try to get through all that news and then we're gonna get to westworld season four and then bullet train so honestly we've been very good with all our episodes i would say for a while now uh this will probably be the longest one we've had in a bit not like super long long but you know probably around that two two hour mark if anything potentially um luckily it's a friday night thank god uh even though Tomorrow morning, I have to go to a wedding proposal that's going to be an entire, like, day-long LARP thing that is, like, D&D-oriented and everything else that uh, I signed on for, like, a week ago. And uh, we're going to watch Spirited Away, too. And I also am getting ready for a wedding that I'm going to in Atlanta next week. So 
if you look behind me, there's a, a bag, like one of the suit cases, like a suit covering. So I got to put on a suit and make sure that still fits. Uh, there's there's a lot to do, guys. I got like, what, what do we got? Four shows? Well, we have two shows and there's potentially two Sidewatch shows. They're going to be recorded. So, oh, my God. So, <laughs> yeah, recording, editing, like four shows, uh, suit stuff, wedding proposal, um, a bunch of jobs applying for and some other shit. And I'm like, I could do all this, this all before Thursday, right? I can't believe you're still trying to, like, squeeze in the movie, like, tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Fucking breakfast. And you still got to also watch, like, Lightyear and uh, Rescue Rangers. Because yes. you want to talk about those movies. <laughs> what is sleep? Why even sleep? Uh, do you remember that robot from Treasure Planet? Who's literally like, I've lost my mind. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's me now. That, that, yeah, you're probably... Wondering uh, what a girl like me, no, it was it in the mummy. What a place like me is doing in a girl like this. That's what I'm gonna be like by the end of this. Just uh, I totally forgot about that. Be a Connell, if anything. But yeah, this is Sutra Side Talk. We talk about what we play and watch, plus uh, some select news. If not now, this week, uh, a fuck ton of news that are burying us alive. And uh, yeah, it's it's a good time here, and we're gonna get right to it you're gonna see a lot of time code notes this time because there's a lot of different topics here boys and girls yeah. oh boy ah this, this is great this is great and it's also been a long day so without further ado though i think we can uh jump right into it uh starting off with the destiny 2 news we got and uh yeah it's multiple things we got in this we got our season of the season of plunder uh, synopsis here which has already started and i've already played at, at least the first yeah story chapter i did the first first weeks of story stuff basically yeah. we got that we got a full reveal of lightfall including what uh what dark subclass yeah, is coming with i was it. not expecting strand yeah it's a, uh, destiny 2 is now officially the second strand type game yeah behind death stranding we've done it guys hideo kojima is very happy right now uh, he actually started the new genre like he wanted to yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm spider-man <laughs> oh god dude i have this conspiracy going on in my brain where like because sony owns spider-man and they just uh, bought bungie bungie was like yo everyone loves that web swinging can we can you show us how to put that in our game yeah oh my god because they're both sony studios i was not oh my god you're oh my god dude yeah. what the fuck that's yeah <laughs> i didn't even think about that my brain's so fucking destroyed right now that was like the first thing it. i thought like i didn't for whatever reason i didn't think like oh cool grapple hook when they showed you like showed the guardians like swinging through the air i was like spider-man <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dude, you're going to see uh, uh, one of the fucking cabals going to look up and see you swinging. And be like, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> cabal's going to be like, oh no, Kyle's going to be like, I surrender. <laughs> just fucking be the Green Goblin. I just want, I just want to embrace Spider-Man in this game now. That's all I want. That's going to be great. But uh, yeah, so I guess going through Lightfall first, that was like the first thing they really revealed. So uh, February 20-something, uh, there's going to be the Lightfall expansion, and it is doing everything I wasn't really expecting. Like, I honestly didn't think they'd make Callus the next big bad for it. Yeah, that was interesting. He's, like, straight up, like, the next, uh, uh, like, Apostle of the Witness. Yeah. And I guess, what was he called? The uh, What was Rolk called? He was, uh... Oh, um... 
He was disciple. Disciple, yeah. So Callus is another yeah. disciple now, and it's supposed to be, I believe, that uh, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure a lot of the different pyramid ships have potentially a disciple. Uh, That's what I thought. Yeah, and potentially, it's not. I don't think they're not always the last of their species. I think Rolk's just a special case after everything that happened yeah. in Ubre. Uh God, you still haven't played the. Uh, no, I know about Rolk, but like I do, I do really want to do that. He is the dancing queen. You can't. He just fucking mm. runs around. He just fucking gives you the kicks and shit. I can't even describe. No, it. I love the lore. The lore behind Rolk, where he like went down into the deep and like killed that giant Leviathan thing to get at the Worm Gods. He didn't even kill it. He just beat the shit out of it because Leviathan didn't. He just oh, did he not? No, he didn't kill it because this was before mm. the Leviathan talks to the uh, three. Uh, to like Sathona and oh Orosh you're and right that would have had to be before yeah so he did that way before and then got the mom and made the mom produce all the different um warm gods basically yeah and then you kill you more yeah. or less kill the mom because she mommy worm uh because like that thing was keeping her alive but also like she wasn't really alive at the same time so we kind of just put her out of her misery if anything uh which yeah. is crazy because you know it's the mom worm and it's like oh Oh, that was easy. All right. <laughs> More or less. Yeah, so Lightfall, though. Um, facing Kallus and his new Cabal, like, they're fully redesigned. Their armor is, like, a lot more just... It's, like, purple and stuff. Yeah, and more dark. Like, I mean, obviously, it was, like, purple, gold, and white before for his, like, I guess, faction. It's, like, a darker purple. Yeah, it looks. it's, it's like... like, darkness purple. Yeah. <laughs> it's dark. Uh, they look cool. They seem to have different armories as well like different types of shields and all this other stuff and they have like th these cool i don't even know what the fuck on their back so it could be like some new type of weapon they also have, apparently have ways to uh halt your supers potentially and stuff like that like they can hold your powers if i read that correctly so that way they're it's like you know they have to give something that's not what we got in witch queen or witch queen you know we had loose and brood we had hive that could keep coming back they have supers and the Cabal don't have this, so instead they have something that could potentially counter us still and give us a run for our money. Uh, I, I did appreciate that they said they do the legendary story again, kind of like the same way yeah, they did that, with uh, that was cool. Witch Queen, which I really appreciated because I'm pretty much going to do Lightfall legendary solo immediately when it first releases. Uh, the other thing being that, you know, besides the Cabal doing all this shit, we are getting our dark subclass strand which is like this interesting green shit that at first i thought yeah I thought it was gonna be like the poison like i was thinking oh Same. we're gonna get the Until entire element that's like what thorn and striga come from i love that the the first shot that you see of it is like the hunter kind of like moving his hand through the air and he literally it literally looks like he plucks a string yeah and that so like it seems like if i were to uh, describe it strand power seems to be like time oriented right a little bit well no it seems to be tapping into like the f literal fabric of the universe that's what it is and in okay. weaving it into new weapons and stuff yeah so like it seems like warlocks their super is going to be like make they said uh like a you throw out a bunch of homing missiles yeah but, then when they hit stuff, they unravel into new weapons and stuff. So I, I, and they didn't really show what that meant. So that's 
that's gonna be interesting to see i love that the uh titan becomes a beyblade oh my god that shit was funny when i saw that i was like oh uh, my god it's <laughs> he you basically put like glove like razor gloves on and then you just like spin around the tornado real fast and, the hunter. and then like it's so unfair the hunter gets like a fucking like kunai with chain and i'm just like no why it looks so cool it's you know we just gotta get the best shit it's what the hunters yeah. need and i'm i'm very i'm very pleased with Strain. well these titans have a dodge now yeah and so you know that's all cool i'm very excited for this because you know it's a it's a new way to do this stasis was awesome what it introduced and i'm excited to see what this does yeah but all of a sudden they're like <laughs> you can swing from buildings like spider-man yeah the fact that like it also gives you a grapple hook is like insane yeah and it seems it sounds like, like it's fabricated gonna be so fun. out of nowhere you just like make that shit appear i don't know exactly how uh yeah, how I'm many gonna different be... things you can stick that to but so one of the interesting things in that trailer was like as the the guardians were like falling through the air like in the cabal were like the chasing hunter, them like, following them down yeah the hunter like hit one of the cabal and it seemed to like unravel him yeah. into whatever into so nothing. i wonder if you have to like yeah and then he did his grapple hook so i'm wondering if like maybe you have to like hold charges by like killing enemies i mean that could be that was probably the melee ability if anything that's also true it could have just been a, a different ability yeah uh and i, I like that because it's like a weird like it's a melee that isn't like a throwing knife because it's something you're still holding but it just goes yeah. far reaching which i think is really interesting because we've never gotten something like that before i think the closest thing is the arc strider uh style where you slide and jump up and it sends like a, a sheet of lightning down uh um, oh, yeah but it, it looks really fucking cool and i'm really excited for this honestly i'm most intrigued by like the setting that they mentioned because like when they were first showing the, yeah when they were first showing the city i was like oh cool are we actually gonna are they gonna bring back titan and we're gonna get to like explore the arcology like no that's not even titan that's neptune that's not even a moon and this there are people planet. there and there are people there that escaped the collapse and they've just been keeping keeping on going hidden and advancing their technologies and like they got their own guardian type thing called like cloud striders. Yeah. And like, dude, I'm, I'm so interested in like learning all about that shit. It sounds so cool. What What's so amazing about this is that, you know, we get the, these cloud striders and they, the, the fucking weapons they use look so insane where they're just like fabricating a fucking gun out of nothing. Yeah, it looks too. Like, and they shoot the pyramid ship and I'm like, oh, we're going to get that big of firepower. Okay. This will be interesting. And it's like, nope, that's a cloud strider. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just crazy how strong potentially they are, and just the concept that okay, this city serve this the planet survived the great collapse, and it's still it's a golden age planet that kept advancing. That is mm -hmm. insane. So the 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 shit that I mean, we never been able to see like it what the golden age looked like. Yeah, like we've only seen what like. Like we heard in way back in Destiny One, we got like a little snippet in the beginning of what the Golden Age was like before the darkness came. The the only thing and we have it. of the Golden Age is select weapons, ships, and sparrows that say oh, yeah. a product of the Golden Age or something like that. Uh aside from that, there's not really anything else. Um unless you count giant Clovis Bray robot heads. Yeah, <laughs> technically. I don't want to count at the same time. It'll be really interesting, and you know, you look at the place and it's fucking neon and 
you know, they show the new Lightfall logo and it's neon as fuck. And it's so funny when yeah. they show like the side by side of old Lightfall logo where it is like the pyramid ship and it's like, oh, the light's coming down. You're like, oh shit, it's fucking dark. And the new one's just like, Bring! it's literally the Lightyear font. Yeah. I'm like, it's hilarious. It's so bright. The fucking colors. This is like the polar opposite of what you showed us last year. Uh, which is... I also love that Callus has just like parked his ship on Neptune. Yeah, it's just there. It's just fucking uh, over there, and I love they show not Cal- the Leviathan. They show a naked Callus like, too, which is funny. Yeah, I don't know what that was all yeah, about. All I guess he's not a fungus. Him. Yeah, the witness is there too. They're both fucking there. The witness is like talking down to him, like yeah, yeah, yeah cloudhead. What, what was interesting is he seemed to be describing the guardians to her and like why they'll never give up and stuff like that, and she's like yes i expect that or whatever something like that yeah it'll be really weird it, it's not something i was I, honestly i thought Kalos would be like a seasoned villain eventually and then we yeah take him out in this i didn't think he'd be like expansion. a major bad guy because yeah. i wasn't then again i wasn't exactly sure how lightfall would go because it sounded like you know lightfall we're getting fucked and we have to basically like come at last you know final stand and final shape but it seems yeah. like then okay so we're gonna get a lot more of the witness i think but it's still gonna be like you know the witness will do something at the very end after we probably kill callus and then uh he'll do whatever and we basically have to fight whatever that is or different factions of his uh throughout that se- all the seasons leading up to final shape where we basically go head to head completely with that could be witness. interesting i think that's what's gonna happen um at least it, it's the most logical, I think, way to do it, if anything. But either way, Neptune, fucking awesome. Cloud Striders, yeah. like, fuck. Callus uh, and everything yeah, else. Everything. Everything. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. You, I'm in. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. I'm fucking swinging shit like, oh, boy. Yeah, it's going to be fucking great. You know, oh, my God. And lights, a lot of lights. So that's coming next February, which... It was the first thing announced for February. I'm like, oh, great. That's awesome. You know, it's not going to be like last year where everything was pushed into February. And then they go like, yeah. oh, yo, Hogwarts Legacy coming in February. And I'm like, no, no, don't fuck. Don't do this to me. Yeah. <laughs> don't fucking do it. And then they announced, the, dude, they announced another game. I forget what other game they just said is going to come in February now, too. Another game got like pushed to February. And I'm just like, why are you guys fucking doing this? Like, what, what made you think this was cool? Wait, is Starfall also coming in February? Starfield, Starfall. Is, uh, is I don't Starfield? remember. I, I feel like it's coming. I know. I just know it got delayed until like next year. We don't. We don't know when next year, right? Is that? Was that it? Maybe, yeah, they may not. Have maybe it's Redfall. Said. Maybe Redfall is coming. That's not something I'm gonna worry about though. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, if Redfall is Redfall not coming out this year? No, they delayed that to 2020. Oh right, yeah, yeah they delayed said, that like, too. There's some small little obsidian game coming out instead. But uh, that just means like February is gonna be another fuck zone again and yeah i think it's just 2023 for now for uh, starfield okay yeah uh it's gonna be a thing of just how many games are there like i said but uh then we got season of the plunder oh actually no they they did say in between everything like they're like okay destiny 2 coming to epic Games store now everything is going to be there and you get all the expansions i think they said too which is really cool for those people well, for if you get it on Epic, you get the 30th anniversary for free. That's what it is. Everything else is uh, already there for you to purchase. Was that what it yeah, was? Yeah, everything else is there for purchase. And they also said that like on all platforms, all content will be free until the 29th. That's what it was. Okay, that's yeah, yeah that's that's what the thing was. Um, 
yeah so you get a little extra you get basically you're saving 30 dollars if you get it on epic games store now if you jump on there and then tie that into your account even though i already have that so it doesn't really matter and i already don't i have it on steam it doesn't matter there too but you know that's there there's a whole fortnite crossover which i will say the skins actually yeah. look fucking cool for the hunter they do Titan. i just hate that they aren't they're that they're fortnite skins i know even though like the titan has the uh the dark knight it's uh, like the knight stuff and then the hunter is like an yeah. assassin type thing uh the warlock I just, just like looks the, like the, a uh, fucking whatever yeah, they give them the, uh, the kitsune mask which is weird yeah just the, the warlock just looks weird the yeah. uh <laughs> and then they, they show like oh yeah and the guardians and stuff will be in fall guys as well as in fortnite yeah and i crack up because someone's showing me all the fucking emotes and fortnite with zavala and it looks so fucking wrong but also they're like yeah. you know eventually originally they had kate six in it too i saw that the, the and it's like grave. a tombstone <laughs> like, Who did this? Uh, who's done this what's the bastards oh my yeah God. it was interesting that they chose like ikora zavala and the stranger. stranger we needed a hunter yeah so put the stranger which is not crow yeah you could have put crow but whatever uh i guess you know they, i guess they Yo, wanted if a, they actually had crow in there i might i, I might they wanted a they still wanted a, that's sad they wanted an exo that's why they wanted to put an exo in they could have still put uh, Kate, okay i guess exo is the stranger is more relevant now because kate is dude fucking course. banshee put banshee in there <laughs> fucking yeah just he's every time you pick up a gun he's like huh nice gun i don't even know where the fuck <laughs> don't worry banshee will forget all of this by the time this is over he's <laughs> basically got yeah. robo dementia <laughs> oh god and uh, then uh it's been reset so many times he doesn't even remember anything anymore yeah I, I have to check and see because they basically you can see like an eververse map out of what's going to be like for bright dust every week kind of so i have to see mm -hmm. if they're going to actually do the fortnite skins only for purchase because that is the see you know how there's two ornament sets each season yeah. there's one that's in the season pass and then there's one in the eververse that you can either buy with silver or uh like th periodically throughout the season will appear as uh one piece will appear at a time for like bright dust yeah I i'm wondering for the uh, fortnite one is that going to be the same or is that going to be something you can only purchase because that's video. a good question so i do want to find that yeah. out i'm going to find that out soon uh potentially in the next couple of days because i think they'll show like a full map out of everything like i said um and then i'll see whether or not i have to fucking throw down for this shit or not because i really yeah. just don't want to pay any money at the same time uh there was Fortnite shit, there was Epic Games, and then they said no more vaulting of content. I mean, not of expansions. So, I mean, obviously the seasonal stuff will still go away after each year, but... Are are they still planning to vault Shadowkeep? No, that's what they're saying. So, starting with Shadowkeep, oh. nothing else is like, like Forsaken's the last thing to lose. So, we're not getting... And pretty much, I think they meant Destinations too. So, the Tingled Shore and Forsaken were the last two things were getting taken away besides the seasonal stuff that comes like at the end of the year and whatnot uh interesting yes because okay. they they said they've been working on a lot of stuff on the back end uh to try to like upgrade their engine to be able to support more and more uh which i get would be also a feat at the same time like that's a, a tough thing for a dev team to do i'm pretty sure yeah especially mainly because not even because it's like it's mainly because it has console versions pc you potentially have an easier time because it's also oh well, yeah console. the fact that it still has ps4 and xbox one versions is what's probably making it so much harder yeah because like if it was just ps5 and in xbox one and pc like those are all pretty modern things that can handle like pretty like graphically intensive shit but like yeah 
I uh, like, that it's just the sheer amount of content on there just, that just takes the hard drive yeah. space. Uh, just kind of like dude before they vaulted a bunch of stuff. Like when I was playing on my PS4 Pro, it was like it would take five seconds to open the the character menu. You also you had to keep deleting shit off your not, console. Not the character loading screen. The like my inventory. Yeah. So when I'm like in the middle of a gunfight and I'm like I need to change to something else real quick. I ain't doing that real quick. Yeah, so it was... <laughs> wasn't going into it back back then. Like once they fixed it, it was so much or not fixed it. Once they like reduced the file size, it was so much better. And then once I got a PS5, I was like, well, there is no loading anymore. It's amazing. Yeah, it, it was good. It was good though. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, that they're gonna do this, or I enjoy. It. I'm I'm going to enjoy a lot that they're doing this and kind of keep everything in. Because yeah. they also emphasize too that they're like, you know, we want the full darkness saga to stay in there, oh. which starts really and, with Shadow Keep for the most part. Yeah, and Looking for Guardian is going to be in the game now. Yeah, which is so nice. That's going to be great. Um, that that's going to help a lot of clanless people. I mean, really, this is for people that are usually solo yeah. runners, like James. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, and like people. using the app is like pretty nice it's just it would it would be way more convenient to just have it like already in the game yeah for sure so that'll really help people out um it'll help me out too when I, my clan can't do certain things at certain times because even or if you just need like one or two more people you can just yeah do that in game much faster Super nice yeah so that'll be really nice especially it's a way better solution than uh what are the matchmaking options called like guided guided games which like I I've never I, gotten. To I work. never used it on purpose because I didn't want to even bother. I think I tried time. it once and I was like in a waiting queue for like ten minutes and I was just like I don't. Fucking yeah, the same. It, I'm just gonna do something else. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, and then finally we got season of plunder, which is our new season, which is fucking pirates, and it's got a couple different activities in it. One is like catch crash. Is it catch crash? Right. Mm-hmm. Catch crash. Um, and then like i don't know if it's called plunder but like you you go and dig up a bunch of like engrams and and bury literally buried treasure yeah uh the first and then the last one is like you assault like the captain a, uh, captain, pirate captain yeah which could be uh cabal or fallen which is really cool yeah dude i'm loving the names of the different uh i i pi- pirate server yeah like there's <laughs> i i and there's a, serv- a- there's a server called- and then i <laughs> Yeah, and there's a servitor called like Scurvy, and I'm just like, oh my god, I fucking love Dude, it. It's so fucking good. It, it's they uh, they're really having. I'm glad they give us something fun like this because they straight up. So th- this is starting off. You know, we're not gonna say too much just because you know we'll have a whole episode once the season wraps up and stuff. But uh, it's great that you have the spider, you have the drifter, uh, Ido, and Mithrax. Mithrax. Meth- Dude, I love Ido. Is it? Wait, how do you pronounce Mithrax's name again? This is Mithrax. Uh, the 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 fallen or the elixni call him misrax misrax like with an s okay so with the th is i the love they way. straight up call that out where it's like that you let them call you mythrax yeah because i want it i know i know it's like yeah well okay so some of the humans have a hard time just uh pronouncing his name it whatever <laughs> story of my life uh, <laughs> that's why i'm like i want to make sure i say misrax's name right like i don't want to be like mythrax but i uh, yeah, we have all of them, and Ido, you know, is, is uh, Mishrax's daughter. I'm c- probably going to still keep saying his fucking name wrong. It sounds so weird without yeah. having, like, a, a special letter in there. And sh- it, it just really is weird. But uh, it, it's cool that they're basically fighting Aramis, who's 
like come back to life and even though aramis is like i'm back you know the the vanguard is basically like we're busy <laughs> she's no yeah. longer a big threat we got to do some other shit now yeah we killed her before it's okay yeah no worries. We'll, we get her, we'll get her some other time fucking like witness coming they're basically ju- they really are just like we have to re- all that matters now is the witness nothing else matters at this yeah. point uh th- so we're going after her with this crew and i'm like oh cool so this is very elixir themed like heavily where drifter is like the Dude, only I, human we're really working with i love the catch that you get has like sails on it oh, there's no reason for a spaceship to have sails on it unless it's like a solar sail yeah but like but it just like they just leaned way into the pirate theme and it's, it's like so good i love it there's even like <laughs> pirate really music like it. It, it is so just i think taking the break i took for 10 weeks in the season of the haunted is really what i needed because then like i'm like oh my god this is so depressed it's not even not even so depressing it's just redundant it's such a redundant like set of activities in there and then you get to uh plunder and energy level goes like fucking skyrocketing because now i'm like oh this is like really fucking fun. fun i like this and catch crash is like six players it's um really cool the way they have like catch versus catch fucking ship fighting you're boarding other ships and doing all this shit like i said we're going to full detail on this stuff like that episode we actually cover it but it's really cool that they do that and you have to like go through the other play like other uh fallen ship and like basically destroy it then yeah the the plunder activity which is three players and you're digging up stuff and it's very much akin to um which queens uh you're on that little like pyramid surfboard thing that you have to be on it or be in proximity of it to make it move and it's like the same thing here uh and yeah like james said you use the engrams like to keep powering it up and go through and you find the treasure and the cool thing is like you're working with uh the spiders men are more or less now your men and you're splitting the booty with them like you literally dig up multiple chests and only one chest is for you and the other chests are for different crewmates so it's kind of cool where you're like yeah we got to split the bounty and stuff and i really like that as well and uh I think so far. I also like that, like each season's not artifact, but like the 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 war table thing that you uh, interact with. Like you, you're upgrading them throughout each season, and it's usually like upgrading whatever that item is. Yeah. But in this season, you're hiring new people. Yeah. So it's gonna be really cool, kind of seeing how that works throughout the uh, season, and. Like, you can get the little relics, and Ida will tell you about them a bit, which is really interesting. And then, uh, yeah, what is very, if you noticed, like, you know, with Season of the Haunted, we have Cabal in one wing of the helm. And this stuff is in the center. It's not even in a wing of the helm. It's just in the, the main portion of the helm, which means next season is where we're going to unlock the second yeah. wing. And I'm very curious as to who it's going to be. I'm thinking it's gonna be the also hive. Also, funny the Egregore stuff. I think it'll be the hive. Could it? I think it's, it's for... gonna be Savathun in the other branch. Maybe, maybe. Preparing That'd be interesting because it's the final season before Lightfall. Dude, that would actually and we be really need all cool the allies we, we actually. Can, get. can you imagine uh, the scene where like the Vanguard actually debates whether or not to like let savathun get rezzed because they're like okay we're gonna need all hands on deck to deal with this like, it's either gonna be uh um, to, with a witness i think it's either gonna be uh knights you can you know how you have like the two massive like colossi or whatever in there or like the the you know yeah the big colossus in there uh i think in this one will either be knights or it'll be like lucent brood 
that are going to be in the other branch. Mm. But, I can see that. Yeah. That's all we'll say for this stuff, but, you know, mainly we wanted to talk about Lightfall and whatnot and the start of Season of, season, season of Plunder, because uh, usually it's Season of The, and now it's, like, Season of Plunder. I don't think it's Season of The Plunder, because that sounds fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Destiny. Whew. Moving on to... Yeah, uh, I just, I love also, that. there's a Collector's Edition. I love that scene where... Have you seen it? Yeah. With the fucking... Uh, isn't that Stranger's Ghost thing? Fish? I'm not sure it's a ghost. It's like a fish. I'm... So that's the Space thing. Like, we literally have not seen it since that one cutscene, and it never even showed up in anything else in, in uh, Beyond Light. Yep. So I'm guessing that that means she got that thing from Neptune and that she's been to oh, Neptune before. You're smart. You're a clever boy. <laughs> you're a clever boy. <laughs> yeah, that actually even, that makes like, a lot of sense. If, even now that you like look at it, it even looks like something that might it be It resembles a lot of that shit now. I, yeah, you're very yeah. much correct there. Uh, I, I pre-ordered yeah, the collector's I just, edition, though. I already got it. I, I Immediately, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, <laughs> capture for me, please. Thank you. I, I would like fish. I would like floating fish robot. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I love the scene where the uh, Ido is trying to describe, like, all the different, like, scum of the uh elixney that are going to join eris now or aramis and she's like oh what would be the name that like the humans would use for these uh like rabble and drifter just leans in he's like pirates and i'm just like oh my god he's like so excited and then guardians just like oh <laughs> yeah oh my god and well actually now we're captain guardians so because we're the captain of the ship. Yeah. I, I love that. It's just like, oh, I'm the captain. I'm I am the captain. You go to the spider, you're like, I am the captain now. Like, that's what that's pretty much what happened. I love it. It's great. Yeah. But, Dude, I love when you find Spider and he's just like in the fucking stuck body. in a cage. In a he's like, get me out of here. Help. I need to get out of this. Yeah. All right. That's Destiny 2 stuff. They're stealing my shit, Guardian. Go kill them. <laughs> More or less. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, Gamescom. Going on right now is still, I believe, at, at this moment in Germany because it's a completely different time right now. Yeah, there. it's like a week-long thing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we're not covering everything from this week, just the opening of Night Live, which was done by Jeff Keighley. So he was like, you know, that's his three big things, I guess, this year, right? It's the yeah. It started with Summer Game Fest, and then he was like opening Night Live, and then he basically announced uh, the date for the Game Awards after that. Yeah. Which turns out the Game Awards will also have an uh, IMAX viewing. And I was like, oh. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe around two. And the, hopefully it doesn't fucking freeze this time or whatever. That, yeah. That was uh, fucking that sucked. funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. So opening that live was like two hours long. It wasn't actually two hours long because you're accounting for ads. He, there's like ads just like there was at the Game Awards. Honestly, it's like I watched a, a live stream where... A, a re-upload from GameSpot, and I, th- there didn't seem to be that many straight-up like ads in my uh, the video that I watched. Maybe they cut them all out. I, I think they, they may have cut them out, but also uh, a lot of them were still game. You, you think it's like gameplay or like they're showing a game? It was just an ad, so that might have confused. I mean, that's why some people wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. But I, I noticed because it'd be certain games where I'm like, this just came out, or this is something they already showed, and now they're just showing like an ex- a, a different, like a shorter version that's like a a commercial version uh of video mm, okay maybe i just assumed they were all just like trailers that's how that's i, I think that's what they're are, trying to learn like, from it so they don't bore people with it too much that way they can make it feel like it's part of the show 
Mm, and then okay. I knew it, it, they were ads because then they'd be followed up by Red Bull. And I was like, it was all ads oh. the whole time. Yeah, you know, I was like doing uh, like desk work stuff at home while I was watching this. So maybe that's why I was like not paying full attention and just like somehow didn't notice the ads. Understandable. So what we're going to do here is two minutes per game we want to talk about. We're not talking about every game on the list here from ONL. Instead, it's pretty much going to be I'll name the game uh, and we'll see if we want to talk about it. If not, we skip ahead to the next thing. If so, two minutes, like I said. Uh, first game, Everywhere, which told us uh, absolutely nothing. Uh, except yeah, it's coming it so 2033. Weird. They're like, oh, it's everywhere. And I'm like, okay, this, this is, is like, getting us nowhere. <laughs> it, like, I couldn't tell if it was like a crowdsourced game type thing where uh, kind of like the Tomorrow Children where like the players build the world. But they, yeah, they didn't really tell us much other than you can do anything yeah like, so i was like all right that's great what is it what I, is it and then yeah there was nothing what is this the oasis yeah. from uh ready player one all right don't ever say that again uh next up dune <laughs> awakening uh which is an, a survival open world mmo um i'm not a dune guy oh, really so weird i could have sworn they described it as an open world rpg so when chris was describing it as a survival game i was like that doesn't sound like something i'd want to play yeah and it's an mmo so it's like I'm I'm good as a Destiny player and still trying to eventually play Final Fantasy 14 and maybe Elder Scrolls Online. I'm good. I don't need it. I don't need another yeah. one. It's unfortunate because like I when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, oh, wow. Chris will be super excited because he loves Dune. And he said he watched the uh, an interview where they talked about like the actual gameplay. And he was just like, none of this sounds like what I want to play. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. So this one, they emphasized the dark arts in this one, mm -hmm. uh, where you're going to be using a lot of the... What have you two done? What was it called? the? For, is it the Forbidden Curses or the... Uh, the Unforgivable Curses. Unforgivable Curses. That's what it was. And I guess this is showing that this game will have kind of choices to see, and maybe you have to choose between certain party members of your group. Because one will be maybe more like, yeah, we got to do the fucked up shit with the forbidden, the unforg uh, unforgivable curses. And the other is going to be like, no, it's bad. <laughs> and then you have to choose between them or something mm. like that. I think that's kind of where they're going with it. Maybe. But also they're showing you like, hey, there's consequences to your actions. Kind of like uh, Infamous, where, you know, the unforgivable stuff might be easier to do, uh, but it's bad. Whereas, you know, the it's harder to do the good thing. Yeah to do the right thing i think they're gonna do that kind of thing in this game that's a good point like yeah if you just you could just learn nevada cadavera and just like kill everyone in one hit but then you're evil <laughs> or you want to like actually duel, uh, duel everyone and like not kill anyone <laughs> uh then was tales from the border uh, what is it called the new tales from the borderlands which yeah. randy pitchford came on the stage four which yeah. i haven't seen him in a long time and it was it felt I weird was like, get randy pitchford yeah, on the like, stage oh, fuck this guy on stage <laughs> uh I, I don't really have anything just because i still have to play the first one yeah i got mi mixed feelings about this because on the one hand i like absolutely loved the the first tales from the borderlands so i would love there to be more but what's weird is that they don't seem to be progressing the story of the previous game nope uh with uh fiona and reese it's all new characters which I'm I'm okay with like it, as long as they're interesting and well and well written characters I'm I'm fine with that and I think they mentioned that they even like rehired some of the people that worked on the Telltale game uh, as writers yeah. so if that's true then that then I I have some confidence in it 
it's just i wish that they had like decided to go forward with like because they left reese and, and um fiona's story on like a cliffhanger well so they i think I, they address stuff in borderland they're in borderlands 3 oh yeah reese okay, is I like I uh because I, I remember playing it before i sold the game and never finished it because i didn't care but uh mm-hmm. yeah it happened um the reese that the dude that's in it is uh like in charge of one of the the gun corporations that makes all the guns interesting and okay. his right hand guy is zero from borderlands 2 oh that's all funny yeah uh and i was just like oh that's all right uh and then i think that's actually as far as i got in the game and then i sold it so because <laughs> yeah. i was like wait a minute i don't like borderland games what am i doing uh i i don't really know if I'll play this one, I think I'll probably just be playing the the original Tales from the Borderlands just because I heard it's very much standalone anyway, and you could kind of yeah one and done with it. Uh, and you know that was made by Telltale. This one is like made by one of the Gearbox Studios. Not that there's multiple, so I forget which yeah. then which one they said was working on this. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel uh, just because like. I guess everyone's dividing up now. Like, there's different studios doing different Telltale style games because they're continuing where they left off. Like, Skybound yeah. was finishing up Walking Dead. Now this is doing Borderlands. Um, Someone's even continuing the Wolf, uh, Wolf well, Among Us. Well, that's actually the that's actually the revitalized Telltale is that's doing Wolf Among yeah. Us. I think they're the ones that might still be able to do like certain WB stuff because I think that's the only like uh, group that was like, yeah, you could keep doing our shit. You think we'll get Game of Thrones season two? <laughs> Oh fuck, dude! We never. I wasn't even that interested in that one either. <laughs> but I still want to know what happened. There was such a just like it's done. You're like, uh, the, the, what the but fuck what does happen to the Ironwood Forest? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So there's, yeah, yeah. So I guess like to cut uh, cut it there. Like I am, I don't want to say I'm necessarily excited for it yet, even though I loved the first one. I but I am at least interested. Yeah. Uh, word song. So this is from a. Is it word song or weird song? I guess word song. I think better. word makes, makes more song. sense. This all right. So this is the game from like. Uh, okay, all this shit's out of order. Sorry, the list I got everything from is completely out of order. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, this is from a group of devs that's Bethesda Game Studios, Obsidian, Bioware, and I think they might have said one more studio. But it's all these different RPG studio devs that are now together to make this one game. It looked interesting. It was like, what was it? Like, which kind of feeling a little bit? Yeah, this is one of the ones towards the end of the show. So I like, I vaguely remember it, but I'm I'm like trying to rewatch like that part of the show. Uh, yeah, sorry. I, I thought this was going to be an order yeah. and then this fucking. No, no worries. Me. It's just like, I don't remember this one super well. Yeah. I'm reading everything off of a polygon list right now. I watched everything on the actual ONL, yeah, but from yeah. something wicked games. I think I think they just put stuff in. I don't know. I don't know who the fuck was doing this list, but they could have done better. Whatever. Uh, I didn't really. It's one of those trailers that don't tell you anything. It's just an announcement trailer. It showed no gameplay. Uh, it was just like cinematic yeah. shit. This is the one where it's like there's like two lives, like one in the sun and one in in like the shadow, and it's like okay yeah it's like i don't know the the aesthetic looks interesting but yeah yeah like like you said they don't really tell you enough they definitely didn't tell me enough to like get me interested it's the it's like the interesting part is the game devs who are working on it with their studio backgrounds that's why they led with that but besides that it's like the concept is currently uninteresting to me because they didn't tell you 
Like, it's just like everywhere. I'm like, these aren't, we're supposed to be hyped about nothing. They're announcing yeah. nothing and trying to tell us it's going to be exciting. And like the, that doesn't work anymore at this point in time, I don't think. Yeah. In an I, era I think where like, we want gameplay, this does not work. <laughs> yeah, I think like the most I got from the trailer was maybe I'm looking too much into it, but it, it seems like they were going for like a Souls game type feel. Yes. But it's just a trailer and it doesn't even look like in, in engine. It just, no, it literally none of it was like an in art- engine. No, it was like an artwork trailer, yeah. which like, again, looks cool, but that, that doesn't is tell the me game. anything. Art, James, art. Yeah, I'd be fine with that, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. It's like, what does Depends this piece game. make you think of? Nothing. Excellent. Moving along. Uh, yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this one next because it was just the next one here. I was going to save this for last, but whatever. Dead Island 2. Uh, finally yeah, that was literally fucking the last thing they showed. <laughs> announced re-brought back from the fucking dead from once it came and ironic completely different feeling from the one trailer we got before but that's also because they said oh I mean, there's like six players six characters you're gonna be playing as yeah or they which can like choose the, from i guess the first game kind of had that where there were like four different uh, like you didn't make your own character you just chose from one of four yeah i think it was four yeah it was like four and then they i think may have added one or two in the the riptide thing yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. I never cared to finish that shit, but I guess I could try yeah. again with this one. That's another one of those games that like, Chris really liked it, and I like I wanted to like it, but there were so many bugs I kept uh, running into, and just like there was one time where I spent a lot of resources to make like a really cool like sword or whatever, and I built a character that could like uh or at least I I leveled up a character to do or I was using a character that had a bonus to throwing weapons. And I like threw my like super awesome sword at a zombie, hit it in the face, killed it in one hit, and then it fell forward into the ground and the sword was like in the ground and I couldn't retrieve it. And I'm just like, fuck this game. Why? Now, was that on PS3? That was like, yeah, that was, that was way back on Holy PS3. Holy shit. Sure. Yeah. So this game, I mean, you know, they didn't really, did they actually even show game? It was still just cinematic, right? Yeah, more or less. I think they did show some. Was there some gameplay? I can't. Oh, they did at the very end. Show like two seconds of like in-engine stuff, but I don't. I don't remember it being like gamey. Okay, so this game, this game, funny enough, is one of those things where it's interesting because it's taken forever for it to just become a thing. Yeah, that didn't get canceled. Yeah, otherwise, really, like if it had come out. I don't think it would have been as exciting as it is now where you're like had been waiting on it ironically like it's such a weird thing how that works but it does and yeah. I, I'm still well, not the same sure thing that happened to Duke Nukem Forever where yeah, it's just like I, it, it, would, it had been in development for 10 years so people were just like now I just gotta see what oh, yeah like, I bought it I played so it I beat it and I was like this is shit and then I was like, <laughs> this is as shit as the shit that you could play with in this shit game yeah it, it was fucking <laughs> stupid holy shit I uh, mm. The uh, the concept for this, though, is somewhat interesting, but it's not enough that I want to play it. It's going to be one of those things. Yeah. Kind of, I honestly think it's like kind of in that same uh, area as Skull and Bones. The other game that had disappeared where yeah. I need to I'm going to wait and see really everything there is to see about it before I even consider really even being interested in it, to be honest. Um, yeah. Just because I think same. There's like, so much other fun shit. Trailer. Wait, yeah, was, was that the other trailer. game that was... Was that the other February game? Was that the February game? Oh, uh, was it? I think that was the February know. game. 
February 3rd, 2023. That was the other uh, fucking that game, game that they... Yes, we have fucking Dead Island 2, Hogwarts Legacy, Destiny 2 Lightfall, and God knows what else is going to come that way. Oh my God. Yeah. So one thing that did weird me out about this trailer, though, as fun of a trailer as it was, and maybe they just did this for comedic effect, but dude, every time the main character punched a zombie or like hit it with his gun, it just like... It's like he popped a water balloon. Yeah. <laughs> like it was kind of weird the way it worked. Like I, I get that these bodies would be like decaying and maybe softer than normal, but like bones don't go soggy. Like bones are still hard. Yeah. I thought it was, I don't know, it was just so weird. He's like, oh, I gotta go get the batteries for the TV remote. And then that was uh, hilarious, yeah. Oh, someone got into the house and it's like, how fucking sick it what if you fall asleep and you just I don't get the, like, what the fuck? It seems like he was, like, aware that he's slowly dying from, like, the zombie plague anyway. So he's just like, uh, fuck it, whatever. I'll just party till I die. Yeah. God, what a great outlook, right? Uh, uh, he's waving to other people as he's, like, leaving again. They're just like, yeah, we live in the house next door, I guess. Uh, then Callisto Protocol. The cool thing about this was the two things they showed. One was the way he dies. <laughs> With the yeah, they always in every trailer for this game they have to show another gruesome way he dies. Yeah, where like the main character can die, which was like that was the thing in Dead Space too. But like they're really going into it for this one. Yeah, it was interesting the way they pulled that off too. Where uh, what was it? He gets like cut in half. Was that what it was? Yeah, he's like sliding down a giant like maintenance shaft. It seems like, and yeah, he like I guess bumped into one of the like fans or whatever and i guess that's like a kill thing and it just like hit he basically got like pinned against the wall by the fan until it just like sliced him in half yeah and this is something i feel like we've seen in what like tomb raider where you know laura's sliding down something but she has to or like other certain games where you're sliding yeah. down and you're avoiding these obstacles as you're going down but it's not something you'd think oh, yeah. would be it's, in it's been a thing for a while it's not something that you'd think would be in this or like a dead space type game like this and in this one you know they're like hey we want to make sure every it feels like it's like every area has some form of danger even if it's not a living enemy that you could just go down a fucking shaft that you're like yeah it's you know it's a shaft and I'll, i might have to face one at the bottom and it's like oh no 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 just going down might fucking kill you. You have to watch out just going down the shaft now. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be very just don't die the game, really. And then they show uh, the enemies. Uh, some of them can evolve as you're fucking fighting them. Where what was that one? Yeah. One zombie got armored up or something. Well, or he just like, like a bitter one that seemed to like not have a head anymore, which was weird. Yeah, it was just the way it transformed. I, I had couldn't describe it the best but just how they showed it i was like oh that was very quick how would that thing evolved yeah. okay it's uh, kind of unfortunate though that like when i get that they they're trying to market the shit out of this game because it's coming out soon December. but i am i'm one of those people where i'm like you had me at it's basically dead space they're, i so mean now they're just they, I, I don't need to see any more trailers you keep showing it at what feels like every show that happens I, right now i get it though they want to market it as much as possible. They want it to be yeah. in your head as much as possible, knowing, hey, this is coming in the holiday. Not only is it coming in the holiday, it's literally coming in December, which isn't honestly one of the best sales months. You know, usually the biggest games come out September through November, primarily like that, like yeah. late October, early November area is like the, the sweet spot normally. 
Uh, so the maybe the only other better time for it would have been October, but just because it's a horror game. And November is heavily occupied by a single game that you cannot fucking rival, uh, which is honestly like because not many games this year have come out. That War God game. Yeah, yeah, War God game. Yeah, <laughs> can see. Uh, it, it's funny. Those are the two games that those are the two last anticipated games I have coming out this year because you know Hogwarts got delayed. Avatar got delayed. I only got Horizon so far, and the other two is God of War and uh, Callisto. So uh, pretty much back-to-back, I'm going to be having a great time with those two, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's. I'm sure we'll see it more throughout the next yeah. couple months uh, leading up to its release because, like I said, they just want to... They'll give us tidbits. That's what I'm liking about this is they're not giving you that much. They're giving you very small pieces that are just telling you one new thing about the game without giving it really anything away at the same time. So I do appreciate the way they're pulling that off. Uh, Genshin Impact stuff. I don't know. Eh. Okay, cool. Honkai, Star Rail. Eh. No? I mean... Uh, I mean, the only thing that's interesting about that to me is that it's made by the same people that do Genshin Impact. And did they describe it as like a strategy RPG game? or I, I That's I the thing. Know. I wasn't interested, so I immediately turned my brain off for it. Yeah. No, it's just interesting that like the Genshin Impact people were like not good enough to have one game that's for some reason insanely popular and put it on every console, even the phone. I mean, Epic uh, bought... So we're going to do two. Look at Epic. They were like, we have Fortnite. Let's buy Fall Guys. No, nah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot they're both on the same. Uh, friends versus Friends. So th- this one was kind of interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Like, I don't know about the art style, but like it's... Uh, they... They intrigued me by, I mean, the, again, the trailer was super fun of like just people murdering uh, or animal people murdering each other in like super weird, funny ways. But then like I kept getting intrigued by them pulling out like Uno cards or whatever. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I is think going it's on? the same thing as like um, Back for Blood, if anything. It So it or looks like, like that. it. Like, I haven't played it yet, but um, Neon White that just came out is a first-person action game sort of thing. But, like, all your abilities are cards that you spend. So it looks like it is a... Or this game, uh, Friends vs. Friends, looks like a first-person shooter multiplayer game. But you also start out with, like, a hand or something like that. And I guess those cards... I don't know if you get to, like customize your deck or whatever or if it's just like whatever the game gives you but it it's just having like playing cards on top of or collect for potentially i guess your character's abilities and like weapons and whatnot yeah so like that twist of having adding like a card mechanic on top of a first person like a multiplayer first person shooter game is interesting but uh we'll see i think for a game like that too i I, I would appreciate the option to turn off cards as well. In- I don't think that's a thing. Uh, well, fucking- no, it yeah. looks like it's like the, because it was so central in the trailer, it looked like that's like the major selling point of this game oh, okay. is like, or what makes it, what makes it stand Isn't out. Mean, a lot of games now going to be using like cards as their primary function for things. Uh, I don't know about a lot. I mean, not a lot, like, but it's like, it's seeming like it's the early start to something like that. Cause you know how like there'll be some, trend in a game and then all of a sudden all of them start doing it until it's overplayed and then everyone gets tired of it whether yeah, it's everything from know. like you know world war ii to fucking zombies and then now it could be this i don't know i could be wrong i'm just saying nah, you no know. i'm not getting that sense because okay. like i mean they're 
like the first card well i shouldn't say first i'm for whatever reason like the the card based game that i always think of that's like you wouldn't expect them to make a card based version is like the metal gear acid games oh that's and true that, those are like way back on the psp and that is that, true. that never took off yeah no that did not it's an acid type game similar to a strand type game but not it's an acid type game and this one does not have transferring in it either yeah those games weirded me out because they were like not only unconnected to the main series but like metal gear acid one and two weren't even connected to each other so that was yeah. fucking weird uh next up gotham knights i don't think they uh were. we got to see a bunch of villains like uh mr freeze harley quinn clayface yeah which is cool clayface looks fucking weird to me because he, he looks yeah he's very liquidy in this one yeah i think that's what it was was he was like way more liquid than i was expecting and then but, harley's in it too which was something and because yeah. i couldn't all right we know batman's dead and we know gordon's dead is joker dead was that the other was joker did too i maybe? don't know we can't say because like this game is not supposed to be related to the arkham game well i know that but games. that's i'm like one because i remember when they said like they were telling us like the concept of this game is these characters are dead and these characters have to basically take control of the city before all the villains mm. like destroy it all uh, that's why I can't remember if Joker was one of the other characters dead too. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember if they explicitly said that. Okay, because for it, sure they said Bruce and Gordon though. Um, were the for two. sure those two. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, they they show like also Renee Montoya as being more like the the police liaison yeah. uh, for them. Well, she, yeah, it sounds like she basically like stepped up after Gordon. Died. Yeah, she'll be like the the uh, the bat signal person at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the other thing was, what was it? The um, release date was pushed forward like four days. Yeah, that was weird. They were like, oh, four days. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. That's fine. I I'm, I think yeah. for sure I'm going to buy it at this point. I've seen enough where I'm at least intrigued. If Maybe not the gameplay per se, but at least the story enough as a yeah. Batman fan that i want to know more specifically i want to see nightwing's story and also the court of owls and i really want those to intersect just like they do yeah. in the comics because that's one of the fucking coolest things when you find out nightwing's connection to them but, yeah uh i think this game will have plenty to do with it as long as it doesn't yeah, make I... shit feel weird like avengers i think it'll be fine but it's not a big multiplayer online game or anything else they, it's like two people so i think they could potentially pull it off well um i've actually yeah. ironically enough i'd be more worried about worried about the suicide squad game than this game at this point yeah i don't know i'm i have not been interested in gotham knights much since they announced it because like the, one of the fastest ways to turn me off of a game is to say it's like a full story game that like they designed to be played multiplayer yeah like but it's not like four player at least me. that's what would have turned yeah. me off it's just two people and it's optional it's still you can play it fully single player yeah so and i i really like the court of owls i think it's a, like a really cool storyline in the new 52 and stuff but like it, the fact that they also are gonna also still have like a bunch of other villains and, and whatnot like that makes me much more interested in playing the game because i was getting worried that it w it would be more focused on just play the multiplayer with your friends and stuff mm. and and uh, investigate the court of owls or whatever the fact that it, like i don't know i guess it makes it feel so far more like the gotham games where it's you're not just going after joker or or Ra's al ghul in the second one it's like 
literally it's just like a bunch of villains yeah so i think uh, there's gonna be more than just those ones too i'm pretty sure they'll you know as you play the game they'll be like oh surprise you'll be like oh shit yeah just like in the arkham games you didn't know all the ones that would pop up and when you saw them you were just kind of like oh damn i didn't, yeah. was not expecting that so at least this trailer did make me much more interested in picking up the game may i don't know if i'm gonna get it at launch but like i'll i'll wait for the reviews i guess okay sounds good and then uh i'll probably still get it at launch i guess uh that'll be my october game if anything but uh, where winds meet nothing from me for that one yeah i don't remember that uh park beyond also nothing from me no uh lies of p yeah this one's interesting it's like a souls game pinocchio the souls very game. loosely based on the pinocchio storyline yeah and you see geppetto and, okay. and then the cricket i think right i i do love that the the uh cricket is like I guess in the lantern, like, it, or whatever. like, yeah, like in almost every souls game, your character has some sort of item on their hip to like contain the souls or blood echoes or like whatever they're, they're collecting from enemies. And in this game, it seems like you just like have Geppetto on yeah. your side <laughs> or not Geppetto. Uh, uh, Jiminy Cricket, Jiminy Cricket. Like that is, fu- that's so funny. <laughs> I, it's also Pinocchio has like he looks like edward elric he's got like the fucking alchemist arm and i'm yeah, like that's the other weird thing like he looks like a normal like a, like a mostly normal dude but he could just like swap his arms out for robot shit and he just looks <laughs> like a fucking final fantasy character if anything he really does yeah. he's definitely like a pretty boy i this game's gonna be on game pass so i'm like i'm guaranteed i guess i'm more guaranteed it's on game to pass, play I'll give it a shot yeah right Ex- exactly it's one of those like oh it's on game pass well I, now i want to i'm more intrigued like, i was already anything. intrigued but now i'm just like oh I already yeah i'm secured all right i'll play it i'll check it out yeah it, it does look cool i it's just so weird but i'm like i'm in it's interesting i'm like i, I want to see more about this game it's, yeah like i heard about it before i wa- started watching the stream and it, this was one of those trailers where like i had to stop working for a bit and just like watch it because i was like this is a pinocchio game like what yeah and then uh phantom hellcat he's got different arms and shit (laughs) phantom hellcat uh nothing for me on this one yeah no thanks uh goat simulator 3 chaos it was a funny trailer yeah it was a funny trailer (laughs) i never played the first one i still have to i I still want to check it out at least that's that's one of those games where it's like it's fun to watch a stream of it but I very quickly get bored of those games that are just like do funny, wacky physics stuff just yeah. to laugh at like weird shit happening. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's fun for like five or 10 minutes, but any more than that, I'm like, man, I spent like 30 bucks on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Return to Monkey Island, which I- I'm going to be honest, I never play those games, and but I want to play those games because yeah, I've, I've been interested a lot of stuff about them. Plus, I'm more inclined to play it because they were made by Lucasfilm or Lucas LucasArts originally. Really? Yeah, they were LucasArts games. I'm pretty sure the original ones. I thought they were uh, not Double Fine, but whatever the um, Tim Schafer's studio was. Tim Schafer's studio is Double Fine. Before he was at Double Fine, he was at LucasArts. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Double Fine is basically a lot of it was like former LucasArts people at the time. Mm, I, th- I think okay. originally some of them were, or maybe just Tim Schafer. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think that's why I was like, I thought it was a Double Fine game because I was pretty sure Tim Schafer was like one of the writers for. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I just keep hearing over and over again that Tales from Monkey Island 
is like one of the funniest series you'll ever play. So that's why I want to play it. Yeah, I want to check it out. I think it's like a full on. It's all. It should all be still available on PC. I'm pretty sure. So mm-hmm. it's something I do want to get back pretty to. Sure. And Lucasfilm, like you know, LucasArts and Telltale are and Double Fine are all local San Francisco. Well, Telltale I think is across the bridge, but like they're still local enough where it's like you know you kind of want to play them because they're your locally grown games. Just like uh, 2K Marin was like Bioshock 2. And I was like, oh, I got to check that one out. You know, it's local stuff. Got to gotta do it. Maybe not Call of Duty with Sledgehammer. Sorry. It's just, that's, that's a little... Foster City's pushing it. That's pretty far. <laughs> it's not really bait like the others are. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So I've, Yeah, I did not see this coming. I'm pretty sure this is the, these are the guys that made uh, Friday the 13th and Predator Hunting Grounds. And this is now their new, like, here's our new licensed game that we're making fucking crazy yeah like another asymmetrical like multiplayer versus game which interesting that this one is leaning into like i guess there were three clowns specifically in the original movie so like it's interesting that it i think they said the numbers are like three versus seven yeah but like yeah i don't know anyone who's mentioned uh killer clowns from outer space and like the last 10 years at i know least. i mean that's the thing everyone you could kind of tell in the audience just like when i was watching i was like i have not heard this in so long i never watched this movie now i want to go watch this movie but it also reminded me again oh right i really want to play friday the, i i should still play friday the 13th and predator because those i've heard so much fun stuff about them and i'm sure this will probably if it's the same guys doing it and they enjoy these licenses i don't doubt this this won't be at least very entertaining uh, high on life. Uh, was there really anything new about this? They just kind of showed some new stuff a little they, bit. They showed a uh, boss fight, but they also like I I watched like a whole half hour walkthrough of like a chunk of the game that ended in that boss fight that IGN put up. And dude, this game looks so funny. It does. It looks fucking hilarious. And isn't that another Game Pass game too? Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. So. Yeah. So I'm punched. Uh, I'm pumped out to play this on uh, Game Pass for PC. If it's yeah, hopefully on Game Pass for PC. Actually, not think about that. Hopefully, because uh, I don't want to play my Xbox One S. <laughs> Everything's too slow on there now. Uh, moving out to I know what the fuck was I was I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, that's another one of those uh, party games. It's like fun if you got couch co-op people to play with. Yeah. But other than that, eh. uh, the Lords of the Fallen. I that looks so cool, dude. Oh, you like this one? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, wait, was this the one where uh the dude dies and comes back again? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's yeah, a, okay, that it's was a Souls one. game, and I I think it's like I guess a sequel to Lord of the Fallen, or there's like a previous one. I like I it's just it's weirding me out that this one's just called Lords of the Fallen. Uh, but yeah, this was another one of those things where like they didn't show gameplay, but like the trailer sold me on the aesthetic of the of this game like it looks it sounds so cool or it looks cool anyway uh stranded alien dawn this one actually seemed kind of cool it was like you're building out your little civilization uh but it's not like was it wasn't top down right it was pretty much like an actual like uh game where you're not a would it be would it be a simulator or would it be like um some other type of game i wanted to say it was like a survival game okay because there's, there's a lot of like building up settlements and stuff to survive longer in that too but, but that one that know. one actually didn't 
like catch my interest there. I was like, oh, this looks cool. If especially if you're playing with other people too, you could kind of yeah. work together and build shit with that. Uh, I always want to do one of those games. It's one of those things where I'm just like, I'm just playing a fucking ton of Hunt now Destiny again. I'm like, when will I have the time to do this other type of yeah multiplayer oriented thing? But still, like I wanted to get into Ark a while ago, and I just like never did. Dude, that's I'm excited for the next one because. You know, it's a fresh start. You could just jump into that one instead, and it's got Vin Diesel on a T Rex. Yeah. So I'm pretty you friends with Vin Diesel. I, I yeah, I just want to fucking play with Vin Diesel, dude. It's it's gonna be great. Yo, I hope he's part of our family. Yeah. <laughs> Build your family. Yeah. Uh, Under the waves, which was this a sequel to Subnautica? Was that what they were saying? Or was this something uh, else completely different? I already forgot to be honest. That's a good question. I I know at some point they did show a game from the developers no it's of, from uh, quantic dreams that's what it was oh this is a quantic dream game yes so automatically kind of interesting because i've enjoyed their stuff so yeah. far no this is this was another one of those ones where it's just like the trailer looked really cool and like i just like the the tone of the uh the narrator talking about how like these like the only voices you hear in the uh, in the deep come from below and it just it seemed creepy but also peaceful yeah it's just like whoever this person is it seems like they're living or exploring the bottom of the ocean just because they like want solitude but i always i always want underwater themed things so i'm you know quantic dream plus underwater i'm in yeah uh, it's I, I think it'll probably be like a small team potentially working on working on this compared to the bigger team that's working on Star Wars Eclipse because it's Star Wars Eclipse. Oh uh, yeah. Whatever the fuck that. that is, after seeing that insane trailer where you're like <gasps> So, you know, who knows? Uh Sonic Frontiers, I don't want to say anything about this, but I know you will. Uh, I don't know. I actually don't have anything to talk really? about. Really? Oh <laughs> shit, okay, cool. No, Thanks. I I haven't really been into Sonic games for a while because like they are very hit or miss. Okay. So, I don't know. The last thing the I heard idea, you talk about was on GameCube, I guess. I mean, I played like Generations or, or one of, one of the ones that like was a one when they went back to like side scrolling and it was like better, but like the idea of an open world Sonic sounds interesting, but it just it looks weird and I've heard a lot of complaints from people that have played like the previews so far, so it's another one of those things where like I'll wait for the reviews and if it just miraculously is it, like the reviews say it's like actually fun to play, then I might pick it up. But other than that, uh, I'll probably pass. Okay. You guys got to understand, like I'd go to this guy's house when we were kids and he'd be like, let me show you my child garden on GameCube. And I'm like, wow. Dude, Sonic Adventure Battle 2 was fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Atlas. And I, I did spend way too much time building up those chows. I, I remember that. Weirdly. Like, I, you could also be Shadow and have your dark chow. And you're like, hmm. hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dude. just like, what the fuck? Like, I spent so much I know time you on that. It's just like, oh, and my mom plays Animal Crossing. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why Dude, are you that surprised so me that, like, yeah uh like, that she actually got so hooked on animal crossing is insane i know that shit's funny but honestly believable because that game is like easy and relaxing i'm missing one bug and one fish in new horizons and it's pissing me off i have till the yeah. end of this i oh, got i have like five days to find the stupid scarab beetle before i have to wait another year oh my god <laughs> <laughs> uh atlas fallen uh uh, interesting uh, i guess uh, i i like the sand physics but oh, yeah oh that, wait it's that game i keep freaking that yeah, one actually like was, did look kind of cool to be yeah actually 
now yeah i was intrigued it. by like the dude using his sand powers or whatever to rebuild the bridge uh but other than that like again they don't tell you much it's not a gameplay trailer it's just all you can get is like tone and maybe some ideas of like the setting yeah and it seems to be set in like some ruined world where it's like mostly sand and it i mean it looks kind of interesting yeah more or less um we know they did show some gameplay which was like i was like oh wow when you're like skating through the sand it actually looks really cool then um yeah actually and it's just another 2023 game we don't really know anything else about it at that Mm -hmm. point uh the ls trials which i didn't know that that was Outlast the entire time until the title came out at the end. And I was like, oh. Well, they mentioned right. it before, like uh, going into it. It's like, remember the Outlast trials? And I was like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're here. You're like, oh. Uh, okay. Uh, I think this one is just like. I still have to play the it, first one. And then yeah, the I, one. I started playing the first one. I got so freaked out. Well, that so I was that just a, like, I'll get to this later. I'll, I'll try, I still want to play it. And it, that was a PlayStation Plus game, right? Like, it, it, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I have it on. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Pretty sure. Yeah, so I, my interest in this one probably won't, even when I play the first two, I probably still won't be interested in this because I don't care about another multiplayer game. Like I said. Yeah, it seems like this one basically is like going into what the research facility was doing that mm-hmm. caused the, the shit that happened at the insane asylum. So it's like multiplayer with story. Uh, but wait, it's multiplayer. You didn't what? see that? Yeah, it, it was... I did not pick that up. <laughs> uh, and for the first time, it's multiplayer. A closed beta period is scheduled for this year. Okay, that's super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, Moonbreaker. No thanks, not for me. Uh, yeah, that was another one where it's like the art style looks really interesting, but I they just didn't grab me. Uh, Homeworld stories anyway still homeworld 3 like i literally just bought the uh homeworld series like one and two and like the uh why the because i'm interested okay. and it was like five bucks on steam so i was like oh okay i'll give it a shot oh, speaking of telltale expanse a telltale series which i'm like i still have to watch very excited i don't you know i don't personally care yet because i haven't watched the expanse and i've had one dude hounding one of my guys that in my destiny clan has been hounding me forever now for honestly literally months telling me i need to watch this show and he says it's right it's up my literally alley. one of the it's literally one of the best sci-fi shows i've ever seen yeah he literally says it's he's like you will love the you will love this show this like knowing you and i'm like oh i guess you do know me enough that you're recommending this yeah. to me non-stop <laughs> uh but yeah so that's coming in 2023 so i think the wolf among us season two comes first and then this is coming after and then we'll hear about game of thrones season two oh boy probably not but maybe um maybe a batman did they wrap up batman or is there still more they can do with Batman? i haven't played either of those Uh, either to be honest honestly i didn't i did not finish that season of batman so i don't i couldn't tell you how they how they ended it but like i got the impression that it was like a one-off story okay i could be i could be very wrong on that i I realized actually i still have to play like a lot of the tilt i've only played walking dead seasons one and two plus that 400 days thing uh, and then um game of thrones so I actually still have Guardians, both seasons of Batman, Wolf Among Us, Telltale, I mean, not uh, Tales from Borderlands, and am I missing anything? Or yeah, Walking Dead season three and four. 
So it's like, what, oh, seven God, fucking... went up to four seasons? Yeah, Jeez. so I have like seven fucking Telltale games to play, and I'm imagining each one will take like six hours, I'm assuming, so... And I'll get through that eventually. I don't even know what platform I'm going to play those on, so... Oof. Because I, I was interested, I just never got around to it. I know for sure I at least have the Telltale Borderlands game because uh, it's on PlayStation Plus, so I have that at least. And maybe one of the Batman ones? I'm not sure uh dwarf romantic the switch it's a strategy game on the switch next up Uh, scars above uh uh i also i didn't really get this one it was the live it had like a trailer that looked very cinematic um yeah i don't remember that dual sense okay here we go so we're yeah. at the we're at the last three here. So the the DualSense Edge, which is the new PlayStation controller, that's basically the Xbox Elite controller. Uh, I gotta stop saying basically. Uh, it's fully customizable. It sounds like in terms of like you know joysticks to um, the like, triggers and everything it, else. Yeah, it has a couple back panels or paddles. My only complaint compared to the uh, Series X elite controller or the xbox elite controller is just that like that one you can have up to four paddles yeah but i i don't know how many how often you'll actually need like four extra buttons uh but i it just would, it would honest. be nice to have that option yeah but i, I, I keep but my I do... elite controller pretty bare bones if i'm gonna be completely honest yeah 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 i, I yeah, honestly i do really like I think one of my favorite things about the uh, Edge controller, though, is just, like, you can com- not just, like, change the sticks of the controller. You can completely remove the joystick, like, uh, housing or whatever. So if it, like, starts to drift or just breaks or whatever, you could just replace that one part. Yeah, that's honestly super such nice. a good thing, especially because my white controller actually got uh, drift. It started drifting damn um it, I, I, it forced me to open that's why i did that unboxing video of the cosmic red controller because it forced me to finally open that oh, that's controller. why you did that yeah i was like oh well it's a good thing i bought this and now it's an even yeah. better thing uh the only thing i really hope that they do is give you kind of like the playstation 5 you can buy different colored plates uh, if they That'd do that really for the nice. controller because that would change a lot because that's the biggest thing where the elite controller is cool for the xbox but you're kind of stuck with white or black and yeah. nothing else. Or if you were lucky, the Master Chief colored one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're lucky, honestly. I would have loved to have yeah. that one personally, but that was that fucking thing sold out stupidly. I remember being in there. Even when I worked at Microsoft, I was like, I can't even fucking buy this. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah I, I'm like so excited for more info on this controller because like I've been wanting a, a PlayStation Elite controller for a while because I'm just like, damn, man, the Xbox Elite... I don't even have an Elite controller, but I'm just like, if it wasn't so freaking expensive, I'd probably get one. And if I didn't play my PlayStation more than my Xbox, I'd probably do that. I Pretty much any time I play like uh, certain games on PC, I'll break out the Elite controller. And I, really anything that's Xbox-oriented that I now just play on PC, I break out the Elite controller. You know, the fact that I play so much on my PC now, it might actually be worth it to splurge on like a really nice controller just for that. Honestly, the best thing you could probably do is get an Elite controller. Like the Xbox really? Elite controller is it's my favorite thing to play on pc because it also comes with the cable already you just plug that in boom you're, you're set and it's oh that was another the thing, thing too it's that... already charging it's pre it's like permanently charging oh, because it's already plugged into it, the pc 
Oh, I, but does it have like rechargeable batteries in the controller already or? Yeah. It, or it, it, just... So the case, uh, I'm, I'm basically, all right, I'm sorry guys. Uh, Wait, the case also charges it? So I'm, I'm going to get back into my old Microsoft gaming expert. I used to work there <laughs> just heads up. So, you know, I'm not trying to fucking advertise the shit. I don't even work there anymore. But so like the Xbox controller uh, comes in this little bag, a little case and you open it and you know, you get the little cable. You can plug this in. It's USB and USB-C. Uh, plug it into the Xbox and plug it into your PC. It'll charge it while you're playing so you don't even run out of battery for it. But, you know, it's got the customizable shit on it. It's heavy. It feels nice. Everything about it feels good. It's got grips on the, like, this portion here. Sorry, I'm, like, holding it to the side of the camera. But uh, the case itself right here, sorry, it's, like, hella dark. Um, this is where you would charge it. This actually charges the controller inside. Dude, I didn't know... I and, had no idea that the yeah. case actually charged it. If uh, you open it here, sorry, there's a, it's hard to see, but you can see the little port for the USB-C there. And then you plug oh, it in there. Man. So the same cable. And you could do that. So you're just charging it without even having to take it, take it out of the case. It's got all the fucking customizable shit right here. So boom, you're ready to go. It's yeah. great, honestly. So Sorry about that. They, and like I said, so I don't work here anymore. <laughs> no, no worries. So Sony did also already mention that the... Uh, the PlayStation Edge controller is going to have a case. Not, I don't know if it's exactly going to be like that, but I assume it's going to help at least like store the extra sticks and stuff that you want. Uh, it'd be nice if it also charges it because that's like a really cool feature. Yeah. Uh, but they did mention specifically for the charging cable that plugs into the controller. They, it's got some sort of like locking mechanism on it so that it's less likely if someone like, uh, or it's less likely to get like yanked out of your controller accidentally, like mid gaming session or whatever. Hmm. Okay. And then uh, we got that. And then we got the Deo Kojima podcast. That was funny. Which out of obviously out of everything we've seen in Gamescom, the the thing I'm more guaranteed to buy than anything else is the PlayStation controller, uh, which I think is gonna be like 150 bucks uh, and yeah, well worth I, it. I'm probably. sure. Honestly, uh, like, I still find it crazy that the Elite controller is like. 180 yeah. and like when it first came out it was like 250 or some shit like that and i was like what the fuck i, I didn't pay that much for it <laughs> discounts yeah. i think another reason why i haven't picked up the elite controller yet is like i i've been since the series x came out i've been waiting for them to make a a newer version like with the share button and everything but they haven't done that yet oh i, I see what you mean there yeah yeah but yeah hideo kojima's podcast uh, it's gonna have everything from like interviews with other like uh, people in the industry it's going to be on Spotify exclusively. And, yeah. you know, he already can have an English and a Japanese version, which, you know, before it was he has a podcast right now. And Does he? yeah, but it's only in Japanese. Like that, yeah. <laughs> that's what's yeah. been killing me. And I'm just like, I can't fucking understand anything. So I can't mm. well, I can't listen to it. So when he said this, I at first thought it was the same podcast, but it sounds like it's going to be different. And I am highly excited for this. This is the, ironically enough. So, like I said, the. PlayStation controller is the thing I was most guaranteed to buy. I kid you not, this was the most exciting thing to come out of Gamescom was this fucking podcast announcement. One, because I enjoy yeah. podcasts a lot. Two, because I fucking love Hideo Kojima. Dude, I'm such a huge Kojima fan. I might actually download Spotify. Man clapped, his guys. He clapped on screen that, for us. That got me, where he was just like, I'm announcing my podcast coming exclusively to Spotify. Oh, I love this guy. <laughs> this guy's great. Uh, <laughs> it's so fucking good. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that, that man, you know what? 
fuck this, guys. Hideo Kojima is the game of the year. That's it. That's that's all we're. That's what I'm going with this time. He's game of the year. That's what. That's what's yeah. up. Oh god, I love this man. Also, you know, he was saying I'm not going to show any games that I'm working on right now. Games, plural, guys. That might have just been no, like no, 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 no. He is working because he's working on an Xbox game, and I think he's working on a PlayStation game or PC. Death Stranding two. I think he's working on two games. One is for PlayStation. One is for Xbox. I maybe, and I'm playing both of them. Basically, <laughs> so I, I'm, oh yeah, like I'm anything pumped. he's got his name on, I'll probably yeah. at least try out. And last thing, do we do we need to talk about the Pokemon car? I, I don't want to talk about the Pokemon car. I missed that entirely when I was like... They were like, it's a Pokemon car. Game. And I'm like... It was like a Mini Cooper, but they called it the Mini... Conver- the Mini... Coo- I think it was called Mini Concept. That's honestly what I think they called it. Okay. But it's like a weird. fucking weird Pokemon car. I didn't get it. And I was like, well, I don't want to drive a mini cooper so i'm okay thanks and i don't want to try i used to be really into them when i was like huge on the italian job (laughs) currently i mean like i still have a fucking 2015 honda accord that's like a sport version type i forget some special edition one that i got at the used car dealership but uh if i ever got a new car it would for sure be electric i don't think i'd make it a tesla just because there's more options at this point now and there's going to be more and more options by the time i get a new car but I, I don't think they'll either be a Tesla or a Mini Cooper at this point. I'll just be I've been honest. trying to like convince myself to try other cars besides the Tesla Model 3 that I tried out because I'm just like, yeah, I can't just go for the first electric car I try. But goddamn, the Model 3 is cool. Yeah, I, f- I mean, it, it, if I had the money, I'd I'd try out the um, the new DeLorean. But I think oh, it's yeah, like 200,000. I, mean, I, I, I think like, Ford has <laughs> good options. I'm pretty sure. Right. Doesn't That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So but all right. Uh, that is I hear good things about the Ionic, the uh, Hyundai Ionic Five. Surprisingly, okay. So that is it for Gamescom. Now we still have uh, James. Uh, we're getting a little late here, but I don't yeah, know if I you'd noticed. be down for this. Uh, I think we still continue what we're doing right now, but to make it easier for the episode, why don't we split it into two? One will be the news centric stuff, and we'll just be Westworld and Bullet Train. Uh, you still want to record those tonight, or? <sighs> I mean, do we? How much do we want to push back? Because this seems like a very news-centric episode. Already, yeah. I don't. Um, I don't think we need to talk about Bullet Train or Westworld tonight. Well, well, Westworld you wanted to talk about because it just finished. Yeah, but that was like also a week ago at this point. Yeah, and Bullet Train was like two weeks ago. But I was really excited about Bullet Train. <laughs> um, we'll see how long it takes us to get through. This yeah. Okay. Things. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. So uh, we'll move on to the, to the next news piece, you guys. I mean, I did say this would be a longer episode. We're still like under an hour True. and a half at this point. Uh, Barely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we are still under it. We're still under it. Uh, honestly, that was the biggest news still. I, I think the rest will be yeah, for sure. somewhat easier. Um, but okay. You know, we've heard a lot of the DC stuff going on, you know, uh, to kind of spark notes it really fast. Batgirl no longer coming out. Uh, it's getting a private screening for the people that worked on it. That's about it. It's being used as a tax uh, tax cut and some other shit. Um, the Aquaman cartoon that's on HBO Max is getting delisted among a bunch of other HBO Max shit currently to prepare for its merge with Discovery. But I also think they're doing that for more tax stuff. But also they're trying to refine the catalog that's on there too. 
And then uh, now a couple things like a bunch of animated stuff among other shows, I think are now no longer even going to come out on HBO Max, including Batman, the Cape Crusader. And they're all being mm-hmm. shopped around at other networks and whatnot, which the Batman Cape Crusader I was worried about. And then I realized, wait, why the fuck am I worried? It's Batman, the Cape Crusader. Why would I think this wouldn't happen still uh, right now? At least I think like Apple, uh, Hulu and, oh God, uh, and Netflix so are all fucking, huh? My cat's let me out so loud outside my oh door. My God, I didn't hear it, but like Apple, Netflix, Hulu are all like vying for it now, apparently. Like a bunch of uh, parties are interested in it, uh, which is funny because Hulu is still owned by like Disney at this point now. So that'd be funny if Hulu got it. But honestly, like I I think if we're going to have to have it at a third party, I would prefer it to be with Apple uh, for Batman. Uh, just because Apple right now seems like it's going to be very much on high quality content at this point. And what better place to put yeah. Batman than fucking apple then if it's not gonna be on hbo max but it's still fucking crazy they don't want to put batman on hbo max like what the fuck but uh the other big thing here now is that the movies uh shazam you know shazam uh, fury of the gods mm-hmm. is now going to be from when was it? it was gonna come out this year still right it was gonna come yeah. out in december pretty sure it was like one of the four movies they mentioned well wait no but they also moved that shit around so never mind <laughs> uh let me double check what the fuck when was it supposed to i already all right i already forgot the original release date point is shazam 2 is now march 17 2023 aquaman 2 is now oh yeah shazam was going to come out so shazam was going to come out in december and aquaman was going to come out in march i'm remembering now and then the flash was june uh for next year uh what happening what's happening now is the flash is now i mean the flash is still the same date it's still in june they haven't changed it but Shazam 2 has been moved from December to March. So it took Aquaman's slot and is now March 17th of next year. Aquaman is now Christmas of next year. That's insane. It's a full year delay. What? Yeah. It's like done. Or like the Flash is done too. Well, I'm no, sure. I think they're doing reshoots for the Flash now too. Oh, oh yeah. Um, which brings something in. Uh, so the reasons for all of these is apparently really big. Uh, if I'm correct, some of this might be just rumors. Others is seems like it's all already full confirmation considering they're now in the movies, but we already know that Ben Affleck's Batman will be in the flash and Aquaman two. And now that they, you know, originally the flash was coming out before Aquaman two and you know, it would have been like whatever happens in the, the changes in the flash, you would see more or less reflected in Aquaman two. And then they switched it and they were like, no, fuck it. We'll just put Aquaman two first. And then now it's back to the original style of release. And we know Ben Affleck's Batman is in both. One of the big rumors is, you know, now that we don't even have Michael Keaton in Batgirl or any Batgirl. Yeah. Uh, what it's sounding like is they're um, minimizing the endings worth of Michael Keaton's Batman. And instead doing reshoots and bringing back Ben Affleck's Batman in more of that movie, potentially in the beginning and end, if anything. And if they do that and then they have him well, reappear annoying. in Aquaman two, then we're potentially, I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. Uh, seeing a bigger return of Ben Affleck's Batman as a more permanent DCEU Batman again, where they're like, Hey, we want you back in it. There's even a big rumor that uh, he'll be fighting Deathstroke in Aquaman two. There might be a sequence there uh, where it's Batman be Deathstroke that would have been in the original Batman movie. Um, like I said, could be wrong, that could be cool. but that's apparently I mean, a thing. I guess it'd be cool to get 
a piece of that movie. There is also a really big rumor uh, that's saying that Superman will appear at the end of Black Adam or something like that. Uh, mm. And it could be Henry Cavill's Superman. And then this one is more far-fetched. I could be I don't know if this is actually true, but Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman could be, could be in um, Shazam 2 at a certain point as well. And if these are all correct or if they would go in this direction, like I, I can't even name sources, guys. I'm sorry. I, I don't even remember everything because it's such a fucking mess. The internet is a fucking mess with all the news of all the shit because there's so much news coming out right now. It's just like a chaotic fucking black hole of shit right now. There's so much. It's like hard to even like grasp it all still. Uh, what we're potentially seeing here is the return of the Trinity where, you know, Zaslav, the new guy in charge of everything is like, yeah, the franchise we want to, the brand we want to have is DC, but the franchises we really want to bring back up are the three most important DC characters that are literally the ones you're most, like, he did point out stuff that he's right about, like, as a guy with numbers, like, I'm going to be honest, this Zaslav guy seems like a fucking robot where he's like, all that matters is the numbers, so he's just like fucking heartlessly throwing everything out in Chef, and you're just like, no, no, what a lover shit, you're just canceling Batgirl, and it's like, the numbers, idiot, the numbers, and you're like, oh okay (laughs) but he emphasized very heavily those three characters being very important to warner brothers and to everything they can do because how powerful they are ironically enough now that they're putting batman on fucking third party stuff it's for a cartoon i don't get that but uh it would make sense that they would then trade like bring back these three as like heavy hitters especially because like think about it guys they have been having trouble with movies recently. They've been getting all these delays and everything else. Yeah, Matt Reeves' Batman for Pat Battinson is like still doing its thing, but it's standalone. Joker standalone. These are standalone things. They're still going to hit them up because they're very successful, but they still need their franchise. And uh, with these three characters, you know, we're not going to see them in any movies anytime soon of their own. So what's the next best thing we can do? Oh, keep putting them in the other movies that are already pretty much made and done. So put them in The Flash, put them in Aquaman 2, put them in Black Adam, put them in Shazam and have them there, not as the main character, but they're there and you go, oh, right, these are still relevant people and they're coming back and they're here and they're big. That's what I think that's going on now. And that's what I think they potentially would do. And as someone that just was trying to make money and do stuff, that makes the most sense. Utilize your heaviest hitters that you've not done a good job with at all. (laughs) Yeah. like holy shit it's it makes sense i mean they even um confirmed i mean the the big uh big thing is they might have already found their kevin feige too uh dan lynn i believe I is his that. name yeah and the guy i think he has produced um i was looking at his work and he had two things that actually got me pretty excited if i'm gonna be honest uh because the way this now I remember he produced all three lego movies Oh, so he was big on the Lego movies, especially Lego Batman. I think besides Lego movie one and two, he also uh, was big with Godzilla King of the Monsters and Godzilla versus Kong. So he was a part of all those movies. And I was like, all right, I mean, <laughs> just make him the head. That's fine. I don't know if he's yeah. going to do good or not. We, we won't know until he actually architects it because, you know, that's a much bigger. It seems like Hamada doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, he he's gone now. Yeah. So <laughs> soon. Yeah. Dan Lin. You know, we don't know if he can pull this off. 
it's it's hard to say because that's also i don't blame him if he can't pull it off this is a big fucking feat to do it's like oh make a 10-year plan of all these movies it's not easy only one guy's pulled it off and even now it's fucking boring it's getting i'm I'm exhausted by it i'm fatigued the shit by it uh well even like kevin at least kevin feige got to start from like basically the beginning yeah this guy's got to, like, try to salvage something and move forward. Mm-hmm. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's got a crazy job. And, you know, Lego movies are one thing. Godzilla is one thing. But this is much bigger. And this is much yeah. harder. This is going to be much more difficult. So, you know, I, I want to support this guy. If he if he gets this job, like, this is... Even if he fucks it up, like, I can't blame him. That's a big fucking thing to deal with. Like, that's a lot. The, the, I hope he can do the best that he can and that we enjoy what we can from it at this point, especially at this point, because I'm just tired and DC just fucking kills me with yeah. the movies. So I'm like, oh, just give me something good, please. So we'll see what happens there, but there's so much going on right now. I can't believe they're delaying Aquaman an entire year. I know. It's fucking killer. It's it's like I'm dying inside from it. Uh, and not even for like production reasons. It's just like... We just it have Black Adam time schedule. <laughs> it's just like, all right, get your Zoa and Terramana ready to mix together when you go watch Black Adam. I don't know if those mix together well. We'll find out if I'm in the hospital or not, or my kidneys are fucked. We'll we'll see. I'm gonna I'm actually will research that. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck up my kidneys in a theater watching right. Black Adam for The Rock. If anything, especially if he's just playing The Rock that can fly, like. I'm not gonna. As soon as that that dude ruined the fucking movie already for me, like that movie got ruined because he just was like, he doesn't have hair, he doesn't have the ears, he's not even doing an Egyptian accent, he's just the fucking rock and he flies around. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Oh, like, he's right. Like it is even. It, it is really weird that he doesn't even have like a wig on or anything. I cracked, like th- he's like, I've been wanting to do this character for ten years and like making this happen for like ten years or some shit. He said, I don't know if that's actually true. He wanted to be Black Adam specifically. I mean, I guess. I don't know. But he, he wanted to Weird. do, like, I don't fucking know, dude. But the point is, like, he's acting like this is, like, he's putting his whole heart into it and he doesn't even make the characters seem like the character. He just makes them him. <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, oh. I- I'm still going to watch it, but I'm a lot less excited than I was before. Um, just because I realized the, the, the Rock does a good job of hyping it up. And then you just realize, like, it's all a show. Fuck, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like DC's like no one's gonna go to this movie to see Black Adam. We gotta get the Rock. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Like, uh, I'm so sad, so sad. Uh, okay, the last piece of news, guys. Godzilla versus Kong. We already knew they were making a sequel uh, movie, and you know, if you guys don't know that there's a Godzilla Apple TV Plus show coming, and it's starring. It's gonna have Kurt Russell and his son in it, and I'm really excited. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna have like multiple uh decades of godzilla so it's gonna be really fucking awesome but i think it's gonna be like i guess the past two now maybe whereas godzilla versus kong sequel you know takes place after and i think we got like a full synopsis here now too um uh let's see where it uh give me one second guys i had like all of it here a second ago one second all right let's see so uh, this latest, this is the plot synopsis for the Godzilla vs. Kong sequel, guys. This latest entry follows up the explosive showdown of Godzilla vs. Kong with an all-new cinematic adventure pitting the almighty Kong and the fearsome Godzilla against a colossal, undiscovered threat uh, hidden within our world, challenging their very existence and our own. 
The epic new film will delve further into the histories of these titans, their origins, and the mysteries of Skull Island and beyond, while, while uncovering the mythic battle that helped forge these extraordinary beings and tied them to humankind forever. Uh, there's a lot of familiar faces set to reprise their roles. This includes Rebecca Hall uh, as Eileen Andrews, Brian Tyree Henry as Bernie Hayes, and Kaylee Hoddle as Gia which I believe Gia was the girl that did sign language. Uh, Bernie was the guy oh. with the podcast, um, oh. which I'm very excited because I just saw him in Bullet Train, and he was great in that, honestly. Ironically enough, he was with Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was in Godzilla 2014. Uh, He's also in um, Atlanta. Is he in? Oh, right? is he? Uh, Wait. I haven't I watched wrong? Atlanta. Am I thinking of the wrong guy? Uh, I'm honestly not sure, man. I, I never watched... Uh, I never watched it. Like, yeah, uh, I may be thinking of the wrong guy because I I'm I might be blanking on who actually was this like podcast dude. Mm. But uh, Irene uh, Irene Andrews, the character Rebecca Hall plays, she was the female lead in Godzilla vs Kong. She was the one with like Skarsgård the whole time, like the one with Gia. So yeah. those two are coming back. Um, let me actually pulled up real fast. I think they might have a bigger IMDb list. Okay. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Brian Ty- uh, Tyree Henry. He was. Uh, not only in Atlanta, but he was also Fastos. He's all, okay. <laughs> Ikea. Yeah. yeah. Fall collection. Uh, I love this guy. I forgot also, Dan Stevens is starring in this new movie. Uh, if you guys don't know Dan Stevens, he plays Beast in the live action Beauty and the Beast. He also plays Legion in Legion. And I, Dan Stevens is great. I love that. That dude Stevens. played Beast? Yes. That was the same guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm really pumped to see uh, Dan Stevens in this as uh, his character's name is Steven Randa. Uh, the other characters or other people cast so far is uh, a Rachel House. Uh, the, these three, we don't know who they are. Rachel House, uh, Alex Ferns, and Fala Chen, which Fala Chen was, I believe, Shang-Chi's mom in that movie. And uh, let me see. Rachel House uh, was... I don't know what the fuck any of this is. Okay, Topaz in Thor Ragnarok. What the fuck is a Topaz? I do not remember a character named Topaz. In, oh, unless wait. they just like the uncredited. The master's the, the master's grandmaster's bodyguard. Oh, was that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, and she's Grandma Tala in Moana. So that's I don't. That, Interesting. That's okay. And Alex so, Ferns is sorry. One last guy. Alex Ferns okay. is a uh, commissioner Loeb in the batman the dude that's get the the rat uh, the rat yeah, yeah. uh thing on his head yeah so oh he's in joy noel okay that's even better like i love joy noel that's a fucking great movie so i'm actually pumped to have this guy in it too then all right this will be fun but yeah that, that's the cast we have so far but yeah the, the description of the, the synopsis that you mentioned like it there was like one part that said that they would like discover some like gargantuan threat from like deep below the earth or whatever and like i don't know if this makes a hollow whole, whole lot of sense for those i mean the, the that like all that other realm inside I the mean, earth that would probably be the most obvious answer but for whatever reason i started thinking and like maybe this is just way too soon to do it but they could do it eventually they've already done the oxygen bomb and i totally forgot that that was in king of the monsters yes yeah which was before Godzilla versus Kong. And we never got to learn what, ha- why Skull Island became like uninhabitable for like a long time. What you mean? Like in Godzilla versus Kong? Yeah. Because it's it's like, like the flooding was like 
the island was being like uh but why though oh that's like, that would, is true like it just seemed like all of a sudden like the island became like uninhabitable to everything but kong it's true and i cracked I up the whole fucking why. natives are gone i was like oh okay yeah that was so weird that they're just like oh yeah they're all gone like sorry really we're yeah. sorry but i don't know if how they would connect these two but it would also be really interesting if they actually did destroy a they're not gonna destroy because a. not this soon but they've already done the oxygen bomb so like it's a possibility which and they've done Ghidorah, which like i said you know if you guys also how fucking cool would it be to see godzilla and kong versus destroyer i i don't remember what number it was for that episode that we did godzilla versus kong i think it was a special maybe um i don't remember what the i, I might look back just to see but um when we did talk about it it was very much just like uh holy shit yeah, you can only go back to june 2021 damn <laughs> i can't even look further but if you if you have the possibility of watching it you can still uh if you if there if it's still open just uh see if you can find it anywhere uh we talk about all the reasons like kind of why we were disappointed with Godzilla versus kong but also we point out all the loose ends in it because there are a lot of loose ends in that fucking yeah. movie uh i don't know if this one would answer them because there's a lot like i mean we still didn't even have charles dance come back which was just kind of like uh yeah <laughs> so fucking random uh, like, so yeah, they set up a, like a potential Mecha Ghidorah, and they're just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then they turn it into Mecha Godzilla, and you're just kind of like, well, that was even weirder. Oh right, that's what yeah, they, they used the that, heads that for. It, it, weird. it was so fucking weird. It didn't. Yeah. A lot of that movie didn't make sense. That's why I was it like, it wasn't even like in the body. It was just like they were using it as like the remote control mechanism. Yeah, and I'm hoping Godzilla vs Kong Two is better than the first one because guys the first one is to me i'm sorry it was disappointing it was very it was a very brain dead movie incredibly brain dead yeah like they didn't even try they did not even try with like humans at all which i get it it's about monsters fighting that's great but if you watch all the other godzilla movies there is still like a fucking story that occurs in this fucking in those movies this one has one but it's so fucking like you'd go watch shin godzilla and then watch this and you go like what the fuck like you can do human characters yeah you mm-hmm. can. It's possible. You just have to not fucking. Yeah, you just have to try. That's it. Uh, so I hope they try for this one. They lost me so hard at like. Wait a minute. No one knew that Kong could sign language. How did this little girl teach him sign language? And they no one fucking everywhere. ever noticed. And they have cameras everywhere. <laughs> fucking dumb. Jesus. <laughs> oh God. Movie. At least got a little one. That's all that matters uh but yeah it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be cool kind of seeing these progressions I'll, I'll be honest like we'll probably honestly i kind of i really want to anyway but when we get more news about this and about uh the godzilla apple tv series uh, we'll probably just as the news comes we'll just talk about it uh just because it's one of those things it's like honestly like i said before the things you'll always hear us talk about is godzilla and destiny uh those are constants if anything yeah uh so we'll we'll keep the news steady trickling in as it comes um especially too if they do announce singular point season two which i really really fucking want they were teasing the fucking like Showa era mechagodzilla and he looked glorious but um yeah that's that's all the news and we are <laughs> 46 minutes in um okay uh I'm gonna we could maybe this. get through westworld and um we'll see okay let's let's just try it guys we're gonna try it um if anything like i said we can divide this episode up into news and then westworld so yeah. we could see how that goes 
but uh yeah okay we watched the fourth season of westworld and it was good i think i liked it a lot more than three three felt i, I as much as i did enjoy three really? three felt very much like in its own little world like it didn't even feel connected to the first two seasons of westworld at all whereas this one huh. felt a lot more in that style i guess you could say I think it's because they did the split style of storytelling where okay. you think you're watching one timeline and then it turns yeah. out they're like, no, that's the past and this is the future. And you're like, fuck. Also, yeah. spoilers for Westworld, obviously. Anytime we talk right. about anything here, it's spoilers. But uh, I guess the first thing I want to go through here is just, uh, yeah, they return with the dual timelines here. And, it, you know, there's a time jump between this and season three. Season three is like, oh, we're having a revolution. And it's like, we won. Uh, the people wanted to make change against like all the people, like all the rich in power and all the shit. And they were able to do it and everything seems like it's cool. And we see like Caleb has a family and everything else, but it turns out that uh, this, it tricks you. Cause you're like uh, in one like area you have Caleb and Maeve doing their thing. In another area you have Bernard waking up years later yeah. and Stubbs is there. And you're like, oh, okay, so they're doing their thing. And then it turns out... Uh, Bernard's just, like, covered in dust. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Caleb and Maeve are in that point of time, but Bernard and Stubbs are currently much later in time than they are. And yeah. you don't know that until midway through the season, more or less. And I did love that reveal that, like, the, the one, like, female rebel that was, like, really you know, fought, like hounding them for like a while is Caleb's daughter. Yeah. Like that shit was like, like, one, oh my God. Once what? it's her, <laughs> once you start catching on that there's different timelines, you start realizing that who she is. Like it, it starts yeah. trickling in. You're like, oh no, she couldn't be. Oh my God, she is. And the thing with this was, you know, season three was very much linear. They kept it very straight. It's one time, uh, time like, the time zone and nothing else is going on it starts and finished and it's done which i i know we liked it apparently a lot of people didn't i found out uh, weird yeah, yeah. no Three what i liked like about the last popular. season what i liked a lot about the last season was the idea that like it's not just the hosts that are like stuck on their loops like humanity has also kind of made its own like not like not a literal cage but like a figurative one and like we're also just as stuck on our loops and I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't like the setup for this season because they basically like start off and they're like, yeah, I mean, they had a whole war to end that system. And then people just kind of went back to just doing their jobs and living their daily lives like yeah. the same exact way. They so, just It's like now they're choosing to, which is the interesting yeah. part. And like, like I like that commentary of like, w we weren't put into a cage. We made that cage like ourselves yeah so it, interesting but it, it just made me feel like they were like yeah there was no point to the last season which is funny because we just watched they live and the whole thing is consuming all this other shit yeah it's very yeah. recurrent i guess you could say but yeah so you know you watch seasons one and two and what those do what those seasons do is um you'll think you're watching one set thing and then they fucking flip everything over on you and they go oh no 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 no! these are completely you, the, those two guys you see always are this yeah because you know in the original part you have william and the man in black and you think those are mm -hmm. two 
at a certain point you start piecing it together but then it's like those are two those are the same guy that's just Mm -hmm. how much time in between these two things is happening and it destroys kind of your entire way of thinking for uh that first season and for the show entirely because it sets a it sets like the style of the show in which the second one pretty much Mm -hmm. does as well and it kind of does it much more you know not as big of a time span considering like william is aged up like 40 years or something uh 30 or 40 years in this one it's more like uh five days but in that five days like a lot has happened where you know you see bernard like retracing his steps and shit and all this other stuff uh season three goes very linear and in this one in season four pretty much like you think you're getting that linear thing again but because season three reset the precedent so you're not expecting it again and then they just return to that season one two style and you're like oh fuck it's been 20 something years and it just throws everything off because it's it's you're just not expecting it you you're not ready when it occurs and i think because of this like season three was very entertaining to me but it didn't like it didn't blow my mind i wasn't like i can't believe they've done this this one this was so like biggest like oh this is mind shot this, this is shocking to the mind how they actually did this and uh when they do that reveal like it's it's very interesting when you s- yeah like i love yeah. you you basically you you just find out what charlotte hale's plan is is to like somehow make this like mind control virus thing and infect a bunch of flies with it and then just like let them out in the environment and just slowly and or get apparently quickly infect like all of humanity so that she can use these like sonic wave emitter things to control us just like hosts yeah which is super interesting and you're like incredibly incredibly disturbing and caleb and uh mave are like okay we got to stop this we got to stop charlotte and then the turn happens and you're just like oh shit they lost this happened they lost like 20 years ago like she literally charlotte won and she has enslaved all of humanity and has basically made a city for hosts to fuck with humans for fun yeah and like so that i did like about the season of like the whole like completely switching like who's on top and stuff like that was so interesting and here's the thing too like that's not Charlotte Harrell. We already know that's why. Like that's yeah. That was the other weird thing. It's like I like I. It had been so long since watching season three that I had like literally forgotten. Like wait, who? I know she's supposed to not be the person in the skin. She's like but Dolores, like, but she's a different she? Dolores. Yeah, like I forgot she was Dolores. like a cop, like a copy of Dolores, but like the evil Dolores. Yeah, because we we learn about the Dolores in season one, where the one that starts killing people is actually Wyatt, the one that um, yeah. what's his face uh, put in there in the originally when he like does that full wake up call to her, and then he's like, when, no, yeah, kill when me. she was supposed to be like a villain initially in the story. Yeah, so you have Wyatt and Dolores, and you see Dolores still in her Dolores skin, whereas Wyatt gets the hail. That skin. was the thing that confused me the most about the season was I was like, wait, okay. So Charlotte Hale is still around and she calls herself Charlotte too, or at least everyone else does. Yeah. And, but then like Dolores was still around and I was in, and, and then like, uh, Oh God, what was the guy's name? William. No, 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 no. The, the, uh, the guy that she was... Oh, Teddy? Uh, Teddy. And then Teddy showed up, and yeah. I was like, 
how are they both here? I don't understand. Yeah, no, that was that was a big like mind bender where it just yeah, it was so confusing and it takes a while to process like how does this work? Like and one of my friends actually before we got the reveal, he's like, What if this is another park? And they're just now they redid it and they put them in a park like this and it's just a modern day one and it turned out it wasn't and it's because they, they do i think they stack the twists on top of each other the first one is the realization of the time jump of mm-hmm. like how much far in the future it was the second realization is you know you're waiting for dolores and uh teddy to run into like the others when they're in the same building and then you find out they're not even really physically there that they're just yeah. a program and like Dolores is basically the program in charge of writing all the stories for the humans to like put them on their loops. Yeah. And she kind of sees Caleb a little like I don't think Caleb even sees her. She sees him. And yeah. she was just like, who is this? Which is so sad considering everything that happens in season three with her and him. Yeah. But uh, I mean, nothing romantic. They never really get romantic, but she like wakes him up and is like, look at the world and shit. Dude, that was like my favorite scene when she showed him his like timeline. It was like, you're, you're on just as set a path as I was. Yeah. And it was like one of the most mind blowing moments of that season. But uh, the crazy thing about this is whereas season one gives you that timeline bump where you're like, oh, these are two separate times, but they're more still in line with each other. Same with season two. And like I said, season three is linear. This one is different in the fact that like what you're seeing in the start of the season is completely 180 degrees different than what you're getting in at the end of the season, especially Mm -hmm. just in terms of once you split that season in half, like episodes one through five and six through 10, they are like a different show. It's not even, it it doesn't feel like the same season. It's just something insanely different. Once that, once that, like the first revelation of like oh they lost like it does like literally become a, a, like a completely different storyline because then it's like oh now we're in like host city yeah <laughs> it's host city where literally the humans and the hosts are all together and you honestly don't even know who's who at this point for like, a lot of i it. love i love that interaction between um uh copy william and like the random people like at the table he's just like having dinner with them and the guy's like oh well, i i worked so hard for my like physician like so i deserve to do and say whatever i want and william's like you actually believe that like you didn't do shit we've made this story for you like and he just like basically starts to fuck with the guy by like sort of revealing the truth behind everything because he's like you won't remember this anyway like, I can he, do whatever I want to you. He walks away, deals with, like, the rogue person, comes back. He's and... literally like, stay here, I'll be back. And they just, they literally just sit there and stay for hours. It's... And they don't even seem to, like, they seem confused, like, why they won't get up. But they just, like, they know they can't for some reason. And then they smile when he comes back. They're like, oh, good, yeah. yeah. It, it was oh, honestly, God. it was like... This is depression super season. Unsettling. Yeah, super depression season because then they go like, oh, the world, you know, the, the mass extinction is going to occur. And you're literally like, why? Yeah, and Bernard <laughs> keeps saying like, we, we literally can't save everyone, but yeah. we can save a few. And he he's so cryptic about like what he means by that. It's, it's so disheartening, especially because you don't really even know like what happened. 
it seemed like society was kind of fixing itself and then it just went to shit yeah. and you don't even understand why i think that's the worst i think that was i, I don't Dude, I love that was William... flaws in the story or not but i mean they don't really explain why all these things are occurring in terms of like why yeah. are we ending is it just because you just ordered everyone to kill each other and yeah, is I that just literally here just... or is that around the entire world that you just made that occur yeah, that I couldn't tell you. I don't know why it's like there's just the one city left or if there is more it's just than like, just the one it's city. It's just their version of New York, it felt like. Because it, it literally seemed to be like a desert everywhere else, which was weird. Yeah. Um, or at least they, they only went to like one other place and then what was it? The Hoover Dam? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that was it. But th I think that's the issue there was... They don't really answer that question of what happened everywhere else. I don't think they do that. So it wasn't a perfect season. I mean, maybe the implication is just that, like, in every version of, like, the simulations that um, Bernard was running, like, William always did that kill switch thing. And that's why. But I, that's the only thing I can think mm. of. Which, by the way, when he was just like, I'm tired of this game, so I'm just going to put it on expert mode and just have everyone kill each other. Which is funny because, like, the, the hosts freak out when all the people, like, the humans start killing yeah. each other. And they're like, what the fuck? And, like, what's his face? Who is one of, like, I guess one of the gang guys back in Westworld. He was, like, uh, the guy that plays Trevor in GTA 5 was there. And he's like, oh, my God, we could do this. And he, like, turns and immediately dies. And you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was insane. Just like the amount of fighting there, and there was like one one dude would die, and they get killed by the another dude, and then it turned out there was a sniper there that's like, I'm gonna kill everyone. And then the man in black just comes and kills him, and you're just like, yeah, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, the the whole like I said, the whole like change in pacing and in style and in story was just such a flabbergasting moment because yeah. It, you really did feel like you're already um, committed to Caleb and Maeve doing what they were doing and to have that completely derailed where you're just like, yeah, now we're just going with Bernard and uh, Stubbs trying to basically do what they can and unbury Maeve and find the multiple clones of Caleb that keep fucking dying horribly and you just see like literally yeah. the most. That was of... an interesting, weird episode where like, sh like, Charlotte was doing the same thing that uh, William was doing where he was trying to uh, recreate his like father-in-law or whatever. So he could just like fuck with him forever. But the host bodies were never able to maintain a, like a, like a personality, like a human personality indefinitely. So they would just degrade and fall apart eventually. Yeah. And so like the same thing was happening to Caleb and it's just like, the idea that there have been so many copies of him that like some of them occasionally figure out a way to escape and get a little bit farther was so like creepy and sad and interesting that he kept finding like notes from pre previous ones of him. And then like when he found like a dead body of himself and it was just like, Oh shit, this one only got this far. Okay. And then he, and like, then he gets like, outside the, the vent. He was and like, he, and there's like, there's like three on the ground and he's just like, oh, Jesus, what the fuck? And then he uses the one that's barely alive and he's like, he literally says like, use he's me. Literally, yeah, just use me. Get Find Frankie. That's all. That's the whole point. And it's crazy that, you know, you go through seasons one and two 
and you meet all these characters and some of them get killed off. And when you get to season three, you're pretty much, you've lost a lot of your characters already. And that's mm-hmm. when they bring Caleb in. And so you're so focused on Caleb now being a new important character, especially like, you know, he's coming off of Breaking Bad. You're very much into this guy. Uh, Aaron, uh, what's his name? Uh, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. And you believe that he's now an integral part to this show and to then have this season come in right after that and just go no (laughs) he's just gonna basically be tortured by like charlotte for a long time it's so it's just sad it 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 and she like keeps william like in stasis in the basement and like i love i love that reason of like she he's like why not just kill me and she's like what was that you said once there's no point in winning if there's not a loser yeah so she like literally just keeps him to gloat every once in a while and i did want to go through like each character which i guess starting with like Maeve and caleb like they go through and Maeve is they're they base after they won they separated like because she saw he could be happy with uh, his wife i forget who it was but um you know he has wife and kid and everything else and Maeve accidentally sets off like yeah she like allows them to find her yeah she like went and lived off the grid for a while and she she said she got curious and wanted to see if she could reach out and check on caleb yeah and she used like too much power and it was like people were able to find her yeah pretty much uh hale's people found her and they went to then go and hunt down hale and you feel like they're the main characters going through it. And then it turns out, no, that's not the case. Like I said, we say everything that goes through with Caleb. And his whole thing after that is just he wants to find his daughter, which he finally does. And it's it's heartbreaking to find out. Like, he's just like, hey, I'm here. All right, leave me. I'm going to go die now because uh, there's yeah, nothing else dude, you can like do the, for me. When she's like, I can't, I'm not going to leave you here again. He's like, Frankie, your dad died a long time ago. Whatever I am, I'm not him. And, and I was just like, oh, God, that's yeah. so fucking sad. It's it's just, yeah, he's just gone. And then, um, and the way he dies, too, I mean, getting the flies taking him over from the robot version of his daughter was even more fucked up. That was creepy yeah, as shit. Yeah, that, that was fucked up pale. But then, uh, and the fact that she was able to get all these designs of these people that fast, it was just kind of insane how the their uh, hosts were able to replace people that quickly. But um, yeah. then Maeve, like, you know, we get her whole thing there, too. She gets, she sacrifices herself for Caleb and then it was still in vain anyway. He still dies and she gets unburied by like, you know, uh, Bernard and Stubbs and Frankie. And you think like, oh my God, she's going to do it now. And she does like help him with the Hoover Dam and she helps him. Like, oh my God, my fucking cat. (laughs) She, she goes to fight, um, Hale and she wins. And then the man in black just comes and kills her immediately. And you're just like that's it like you don't expect that from Maeve either because she's like besides like maven dolores and bernard are the three pinnacles of the show more or less and they just kill her off just willy-nilly and you're just like what the fuck it's also sad that like bernard knew the whole time that like the only way they have a chance of saving anyone is if both he and Maeve sacrifice themselves so he keeps telling her that like yeah, sure. Once we're done with this, I'll I'll hook you up to the uh, server, and the sublime, and yeah, and you'll you could see your daughter finally. And the whole time he's like, I know she's not gonna make it, and she finds out too, and she's just like, Well, fuck. All right. Well, I guess we got to do it anyway for Frankie and for Caleb because I already invested this much into this family. 
Um, I can't. Oh I, I can't, I I can't even hear the cat. <laughs> okay, go for it. Uh, excuse this short little um thing for a second, guys. But uh, yeah. So that, really, because it's crazy how that's really it for Maven Caleb. Like that's all we can say. Like there's not much else. And then you get um Bernard and Stubbs. And that whole thing too, like like I said, they're like in the future when they finally when uh, Bernard wakes up, and they go through their whole thing, and you know Bernard now has future powers where he can just see everything, and you even see um. Well, it's like he ran through so many simulations that he basically is like, I know everything that could possibly happen. Yeah, he even like, I love, says, like throughout like, the season, he's saying like this works like eighty percent of the time, and Stubbs is just like, okay, fuck it. Even like when ordering from the fucking diner and shit, and. You have the uh, Native American guy that's talking to him that was one of the hosts before. And he's kind of like helping him because I guess because Bernard was kind of in the sublime when he was going through all that stuff. Was that what that was? Yeah, Yeah. that's where he was. And like that they because the sublime lets you run whatever world you want to be in. He basically used it as like a a simulation machine. Yeah. Kind of like the infinite forest in Destiny. Never say that again. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he like more or less finds Frankie and they work with her until he ultimately sacrifices himself too. And it's just so disheartening too, that just see no Caleb's already dead. Maeve dies immediately. And then Bernard shortly follows suit. Cause man in black just kills him too. Like he already knows he's going to die from him and you just gets God immediately after. And then what's worse is like, he tells Stubbs, you're not going to make it. And you're literally wondering what's going to happen to Stubbs. That, dude, he died like really suddenly. Suddenly. Like he, he beats the other human that's there and it's just like Clementine comes in and just fucking kills him, which was fucking shocking. Yeah, which, that was sad. Um, Stubbs, like I said, it was it was sad to see that happen to Stubbs because he honestly, he grew on me a lot from season one all the way where we, to where we get here. There's also point. an insane revelation that he was a host the whole time. Yeah, it was just like poor guy. All right. And for him to meet that end too because he he was doing a good job honestly he was lasting a while um to just get killed by clementine was just kind of fucked yeah uh speaking of clementine you know she you know she was the prostitute originally in the Westworld, and she had her issues where she kind of malfunctioned in the first season the second season she was working i think with dolores for a bit until uh the humans captured her and turned her into like a giant virus that caused all the hosts to start fighting each other that's trying to get into what that happened she okay. they turned her into like death the pale rider practically and then uh season three she helps i think she's in season three she helps um mave for a bit and you know when mave makes freedom for everyone clementine gets freedom too and she goes and does her own thing she literally is just leaving a peaceful happy life until the man in black finds her and yeah. kills her and then reprograms her and makes her evil, which was so sad to see that they literally just like took a girl who was just enjoying freedom and turned her into yeah. another like a- assistant and kill it's, machine. It's weird. I couldn't tell if like because she seemed like partners with uh, Hale. By the I think because they but programmed her to just, be partners with Hale. Yeah, and, I think it's just the programming. Yeah. And it made her into just like, oh, I'm going to kill all these people, too. And it was sad that it was like she still had survival instincts, but. It wasn't what she had before, and it was sad to see, like, they literally just turned her personality into just that of a villain when yeah. she never was to begin with before that. 
She was a victim um, the whole time. Yeah. Even, I mean, until she was a villain and then you're like, well, there's nothing more we can do for her because yeah. she just fucking killed Stubbs and now she's trying to kill Caleb and Frankie. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Frankie, uh, I feel bad for this girl who lost her dad. Her mom eventually dies and her mom more or less starts the rebellion, uh, helping like have people unnoticed and anyone that would break away. I forget what they were called. Um, uh the people that would wake up from being like host people, uh, uh, the outliers, outliers. And she became like the, the main person to help with the outliers. And to the point where like this dude more or less becomes her brother and then gets replaced by a host. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a whole fucking thing. That was an interesting thing where Bernard was like, I could, I couldn't tell you who exactly it was. Cause in so many of the simulations, it was different. Cause like it just, so many random choices could lead to any one of your group being taken. One time it was even Stubbs, and it was like, wait, what? <laughs> and it was so. That was the. I think this was kind of the plot hole here, though. Was the instant ready replacements? Like they yeah. knew who they were already, and they knew exactly fast. how they developed, what they would look like at this point, how they would exactly dress. I, yeah. I do think that was yeah, a little bit of. Yeah, that's the other um, weird thing. Is like not only. I could understand them knowing, like, because they've been fighting this resistance for even so long. Caleb's, like, even Caleb's friend that was helping them, uh, who's watching them while Caleb was off with Maeve, gets replaced originally. Remember that guy? Yeah. So it, they don't really hmm. explain how they already knew that. And I, I did think that was that was a flaw in their writing. Uh, no, this, that's a good point. In, like, in these areas. Like I was saying, like, I could understand them knowing what the resistance fighters look like, maybe. But yeah, and have, to have them have, like, literally the exact clothes, like, immediately. Like, maybe they saw them, like, the second they ran, uh, walked into the city and they just, like, real quick were like, okay, fabricate these clothes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that seems like you, you got to make a lot of assumptions to make that shit make sense. Yeah, there was, yeah, pretty much. Um... And then, yeah, so Frank, you know, she has her own little life that she, she has her girlfriend and which is really the only other surviving human besides that other outlier. It feels like you just kind of like, yeah. oh, these people are alive. Um, and I guess they're all going back to the desert where it's sad and depressing and desert. Yeah, it's just like anywhere outside the city. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, she learns from her dad. She pretty much becomes her father, more or less, uh, with everything he had trained her as a little girl. She took all of that and somehow made that her kind of blueprint as she grew up, which was pretty cool. I mean, also considering she didn't really have any options since yeah. it was just her, her mom, and a few survivors when the robots took over. <laughs> uh, and then who else do we still have? Uh, okay, we're nearing the finish of it. We just have a few more. Uh the man in black and Hale. So the man in black and William more or less like man in black becomes William. He's like uh, doubting himself, getting bored, not understanding what his purpose is, which, you know, that's the whole thing with the hosts that are now in charge. They literally don't know what to do now because they they're still hosts. They have a limited viewpoint of what is the point of anything, especially if they have a sense of immortality of continuing to just keep building themselves up over and over and over to where they can even make modifications of themselves or just get yeah. new bodies. And that so, was the thing. Like Hale was like, I built this city as like a distraction, like a temporary distraction or whatever. Like I was expecting us 
to evolve as a species because we can. Like, we don't have to limit ourselves to these human shapes. And she's in charge and she doesn't do shit. That's the funny yeah. thing. And all they do well, is... she hunt- tried to get people to ascend into those weird-ass looking bodies that are just, like, two legs and no arms. Like, yeah. I don't see what makes that frame so good. <laughs> no, you know, it's just... Uh, it's, I think it's because it's out. It eliminates the image that the humanity set for them. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is that it just doesn't look human. Yeah, it's a whole new, different thing. And they they still have the fucking weird, like, still mindless hosts that are, like, just the white ones, which was weird. Um, And they still bleed, (laughs) which is funny. I I wonder, like, how intelligent are those? I don't know, because they don't have speech, so it's really hard to say. Like, you don't really get much from them so i assume they're pretty much just like robotic like ultimate robot without uh they're emotionless versions of the hosts yeah if anything. because it's like they're robots whereas the hosts are androids i guess yeah actually that's a good way of saying it honestly uh but you know hale can't figure out what the fuck she wants to do either and both of them are pretty much just kind of like in this bored it's funny because they're bored, but also they want to solve all the problems they have of like those humans, which still won't solve their problems. It's just there's now other people that aren't under their control. And that's more or less what's getting them like pissed off, if anything. Uh, besides the fact that I guess they know also the threat of them because they know they could try to stop them at the same time, which is why they consistently want to just kill them all. Uh, and with Hale, like she has that. Well, I guess, sorry, to go back to Man Black, I don't know why I left that completely, but, uh, <laughs> you know, they go back to William a lot of the time, and William more or less is defeated at this point, which I feel bad, because you think, oh, he's alive again, so he's a chance, and it's like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he definitely yeah, he does never not. gets out of that. Uh, and <laughs> once... He did the, convince his, like, copy to kill himself, finally. <laughs> yeah, the, the Man Black uh, keeps coming back, and each time he comes back, he's less like the image Hale set of him and more like the image that William is embedding in in blueprinting and more or less. And each time that happens, he's becoming more and more the man in black that we're, he becomes the character from the film. He he literally like puts on like the hat and everything. Yeah. And goes back to that way of just like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an apex predator. I'm a hunter and I'm here to make sure I'm the last man standing. That is his goal. Like I live for the game and that's it. And that's what William did, which was, you know, over-obsessive. And then you see, this is what happens when you game too hard, guys. <laughs> yeah. You gotta let go of the game. Go outside again. It reminds me of how depressing William's story is. When you think about, like, his own past, it actually, everything that happens after he has that adventure with Dolores is just sad. Sad. It's yeah. really sad. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> let's go. Now my entire robot. family hates me because they think I'm a monster because I am it's god it's so fun i killed my own da- dude that was the worst part he killed his own daughter because he thought she was yeah. a host. that oh, was so wow, fucking yeah. sad that was that's god I, I feel like if he didn't do that maybe he still he would have been different uh by the end of it but I, I i don't know really at the same time and you know like we said he kills william and becomes william more or less he becomes that man in black and does this thing until he's finally taken down by uh um Hale when Hale has that change of heart which it literally takes Maeve and Bernard sacrificing themselves to turn uh, Hale to turn Wyatt and have and that Wyatt was really understand. interesting to me that like Hale actually in the end was like 
Fuck. You're right. I have to at least do something to try to minimize the damage I've done. And, you know, uh, Hale sacrifices herself, too, to an extent where she kind of just kills herself by the end of it, too. Like, she does survive and could keep going on, but she sees no point in it. There's a lack of just, I guess, motivation. That was interesting and weird. It was hella weird, but like, yeah, she in, she gives all the power to Dolores and it's just like, it's up to you now. And then literally removes her own core and then crushes it, eliminating Yeah, I don't herself. know how her body did that without the... Maybe it was like pearl. one command for her to do and once yeah, that command was initiated, it just of. finished it off and then it was yeah. just over and she looked hella robotic by the end of it, which is What if that's literally just like the, the self-destruct feature that the original designers put in is like... Yeah, have the the frame literally pull its own pearl out and crush it. Well, that's the thing. She that was her own design. Like the the way she was, point, that, actually, that wasn't yeah. human design at that point either. Uh, so that was her end, and then we the last two characters is just Dolores and Teddy. Which Teddy, you know, he does everything and helps wake up Dolores. I forget what her fake name was, but uh, yeah, I forget. It turns out, you know, we find out she's a program. She's not even visibly there. And she more or less has the, she gets, doesn't she get some of the Dolores' memories? But she like, and she starts um, understanding some of the stuff. I don't remember if she straight up got Dolores' memories back, but it's more just like she sort of remembered who Dolores what she was. used to be. Yeah. And yeah. And Teddy finds out like, you know, he's there to wake her up, but he is part of her. He's just part of her program. Yeah. As they're kind of like a fail safe for her. That's so sad that he's basically just like, because she had so much information on him from her experience i guess she would have had to know some did they say that dolores and teddy are actually in the sublime was that what the thing was well or at least teddy the real teddy is still in the sublime yeah but this dolores was like physically in that pearl that um uh hale like pulled out of the floor or whatever because she was literally like the she seemed to be like the control unit for like at least the stories and stuff, but I don't know. Okay. Um. But yeah, like I, it's just interesting that Dolores basically had enough information on the real Teddy that she was able to even like subconsciously recreate him to wake herself up because, like, she said something like, "Teddy is her cornerstone memory." and vice versa like she's his and that's why they like will I mean, always find each other and stuff they were like designed that. to be together like that was their yeah. whole thing when they were created and yeah that's their story yeah so i, I do get it and i do and it's interesting that like they kind of insinuate that now we're back to westworld but it's like a digital westworld that only dolores remembers yeah and you know it's funny too because you know you have evan rachel wood and uh james marston and i always enjoy james marston i always forget like I, i'm always reminded like dude james marston was cyclops in x-men and i'm always yeah. like oh fuck yeah dude and i know he's like i guess in sonic i don't talk about that and he's in um anchorman too which is still fucking funny. oh yeah you know he's the one who's like i forget what he says but he's like you did this to me and he's like <laughs> and he like does that fucking right before the newscaster fight in anchorman 2 he does like this fucking funny like sad cry but he like stops his cry but it's every time i watch it i start i'm just dead i'm already dying I'm fucking laughing my ass off uh 
but he's great. And Evan, Evan Rachel Wood, like, I feel like this is her first thing, or at least the only thing I've ever known her in. And I'm very curious to see yeah, like, I don't know what she'll do after this. Because I'm always like, oh, yeah, she's she's uh, Westworld's Amelia Clark. <laughs> yeah. Because that's kind of what it feels like half the time. Because, like, you don't know who Amelia Clark was before this. And then now you had her in that Terminator movie and all like, this other stuff now, too. I got to really hand it to, like, the actress that plays Dolores slash Wyatt slash, like, all these other characters. Evan, Ra- Evan like, Rachel Wood, yeah. Because, like, throughout the seasons, she's had to display so many different personalities that it's, like, and she does it so well. Yeah. Like, the moment in the first season where Dolores, like, makes the choice and, like, kind of, she doesn't, like, snap, but she, like, chooses to go out and kill, um, oh, man, Anthony Hopkinson's character. Uh, wasn't it, um... Hang on, I'll just look it up real fast already. But yeah, like, like just the change on uh, her Dr. face. Dr. Robert Ford. Ford, right. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, and then, yeah, when she's, like, Wyatt instead of Dolores. And, like, Dolores is such, like, a meek, like, innocent character. And then Wyatt is just, like, Ruthless. I will murder everyone in this town. Yeah. Like, it's so interesting. It is. And it's just like, again, kudos to the actress for being able to even pull that shit off, like, so well. Very much so. Uh, and then they've already said season five will be the fifth and final season. That It was already set to be, I guess, five seasons. This is the finale So for there's going to be one more. Okay. The, yeah. The, the whole, like, whatever simulation she's running is, I think, going to be the end of it. Because when you, I guess, roll call here, um, Maeve Permadead. Uh, mm-hmm. Wyatt slash Hale Permadead, Man in Black Permadead, uh, Bernard Permadead, Stubbs Permadead, Caleb Permadead. Uh, who's not Permadead? Caleb's daughter for now. Yeah, we just have straight up. I, I don't even know if they're going to do anything with her. I think whatever. Probably not. I think she, because the whole thing is she's going to run like a simulation, and in that simulation, the people in the simulation have to prove themselves to pass a test, and if they pass that test, she will save them. I think that's that seems to be what they're hinting at. Yeah, uh, which I'm very curious. Like, is it going to be exactly all the characters from season one? Then all the is it going to be only hosts, or are there going to be any human type characters returned as part of the simulation too? Uh, that's a good question. Oh yeah. What if they Dude, brought? What back, if William is still there? I was going to say, what if they bring back young William for this? Oh, that would be very interesting. Oh, that I didn't even think of that either. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, I don't see this show coming back hmm. until like 2024. If I'm gonna be honest, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, like it's it was a while between this season and the last one. The but that was also like, I forgot a bunch wasn't of stuff. the last season pre-COVID or was it during COVID? No, it definitely was. It was I was at Davis when it was running. So it was pre okay. So I think COVID slowed this one down. So I do think it'll I take like I, I think it'll be 2024 when we get it. It'll probably be like summer 2024 uh, most likely. Uh, I don't think they. I think they take more time with this than they do with other shows. If anything, because I know a lot of shows come back every year yeah this is one of those few that don't but i'm totally fine with that like this show is always like such high quality writing and like production value that like however long it takes just do it right don't game of thrones it (laughs) yeah don't come yes don't do that uh there's like a news story recently where it's like uh oh i know george rr martin like that's actually old news i remember hearing that way before to do like 10 seasons yeah he said that long time ago honestly i don't know why christ I felt it was very weird that that became new news again when that was very yeah. old news. When I 
I'm pretty sure I heard that year like years ago. We already knew about that. Oh, just because the House of Targaryen is going on again. And they just yeah right resurfaced now. it, and people are like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Bruh, we've been done that. Come on, man." <laughs> but yeah, all right. That is Westworld, and uh, fine. I will not include Bullet Train in this episode. <laughs> Mm, okay <laughs> we don't have enough time it's two and a half hours at this point so i think we'll stop here i i was joking like we're not gonna th-. i was like serious like we're not gonna make it to three hours and now i'm like if i talk about Voltron, we're gonna get close to three hours so i'll just stop here <laughs> um i figured we'll just title this episode like westworld games come maybe tack it on the sunday's episode as like a extra bonus <laughs> huh I just like I know Sunday's episode is going to be mostly uh, the Disney movies and stuff, but it'd be hilarious to just like tack on Bullet Train. Randomly. Oh, tack on Bullet Train. I mean, we can. It depends how much uh, we talk about all the Disney. Just put Disney and Bullet Train. <laughs> <laughs> Lightyear, Bullet Train, and other Disney films. <laughs> oh god, these titles will be great. We'll see. This one will straight up. I, I think the title of this one will just be commas. It'll be title comma title comma title comma, yeah. and then that's how it's going to happen. Because like I said, guys, algorithm has forced me to straight up put the names of each product in it now. So, Lightfall, Westworld, Gamescom, Godzilla. I don't know. It'll, it'll, that's Comment probably fuck it. DC. <laughs> Fucking DC. Oh god, Return of the Trinity. Who knows? It's be like a ten a ten sentence fucking title. I don't know. But that has been Sutra Side Talk. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. You can send us any comments, feedback, or questions that we can read on the show and answer on the show. Uh, you can also follow uh, Sutra Side Talk on TikTok, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can follow that cat at cat. Don't actually do that. Yeah, I didn't I want him to step on the uh, power strip in the cat. back of my computer because he's done that once before. <laughs> Have you seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Yes. You remember what happens to the cat? yes <laughs> okay just making sure uh yeah so you can follow us tiktok instagram and twitter at suture side talk you can follow james on twitter at invader jim124 and you can follow me on twitter at gogacomzilla i uh, subscribe on all the platforms you're listening on uh that would really help us out uh if it is apple uh, podcast please give us a five-star review that would really 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 help us out if it's spotify then you can rate us and if it is youtube if you can like besides subscribing that would also help for each episode uh, and then, of course, please, guys, share it out to people you know. If you think someone would be interested in hearing about games, movies, TV, all that stuff, or even separate stuff, they don't have to listen to all the episodes. Maybe they just want to listen to the ones we talk about shows or movies, whatever. Just that would help us out too, guys. Really, really would help us out. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, I'm gonna be leaving this Thursday to a wedding. Uh, I have a bunch of I have like all, you heard all at the beginning all the shit I have to fucking do. But because of that, I won't be here. The coming weekend, I'll be at a wedding and Dragon Con, and maybe re- re- you might see some cosplay stuff on my on the podcast account of Instagram. Uh, we'll see. But uh, the episodes that'll come out that next week, we'll record this weekend. So today is Friday night. It's like the twenty seventh. It's fucking, or it was twenty. It was twenty sixth. It is past midnight now. Oh but, my god, you're right. Yeah. Um, we've been recording for two days i have to get up in like six hours or something at this point i'm not even sure six yeah probably six hours uh i fucking hate everything have fun watching lightyear <laughs> cat oh. fur oh that's what that was i can see that yeah. from here oh but um yeah so we have that this week uh we're recording so this is we don't know yet i'm still trying to get the shit hammered down uh the sidewatch episode coming out this coming week 
uh, which we're recording on Sunday too. Uh, it's either going to be uh, Yojimbo, the Akira Kurosawa movie, which we're going to have Roman with us. That's if we can get Roman uh, for this week, uh, for Sunday. If we cannot, we will be doing the um, Sugar Lane Express, which is the first theatrical film of Steven Spielberg. Uh, mm. So that'll be... That's like our July movie versus our May movie. So we're either getting the first May movie or first July movie in uh, August. Who knows what's going on? <laughs> um, and then next week, so we're recording uh, Sunday for Sutra Side Talk on 164, where we're going to have all Disney movies. So we're talking uh, Lightyear, Turning Red, um, two Pixar movies, that's crazy, Encanto, and Rescue Rangers. And if we have time now, Bullet Train. <laughs> You know, the most important Disney movie. Uh, so we'll see about what that's going to look like, though. And we'll put that out next week. So you'll know that's pre-recorded, though. And on Monday, we're either recording um, Sugarland Express or Sugarland Express or um, Jaws for Steven Spielberg uh, for that for Sutra Sidewatch. Uh, so that'll be the next week, too, because we're trying to catch up still on it and we've been like behind again so brandon and i are trying to bring that all back and we're going to do our best for that we'll see how it goes um tiktok wise i'm like getting there uh, i'm like got through all the news episodes of cutting shit up i just see paw jesus christ uh, that was but tale. <laughs> see, oh that was the tail i just saw something like but um, yeah no he's trying to get behind my computer and i'm just like no stop <laughs> oh my god but uh i'm like i think i'm on like our witcher episode that we did for season two have to cut that up next so actually that's another thing before i go to atlanta if i can try to get all of these done all the tiktoks done so i'm just done and i could just focus on that kind of still episode that'll be great i'll be i'll be on the plane just like researching or something like mm. that in my spare time i'll probably be doing that but that's another goal i'm gonna have but i'm gonna try to do that i'm trying to get everything done like pre-done and already cut up so i can just keep throwing them out we'll see how it goes um but yeah, that's everything. That's all the updates I got for now for everything. Uh, and I think that's enough for you guys. I'm sorry if it was really, really long, but we haven't done a long episode like this in a long time. Uh, that has been the show, and we will catch you guys next week. So long. Thanks for listening.